0: At a live retailer conference on June 8th, Jonathan Hickman, Brian Hitch, and CB Cebulski unveiled their plans for a full-scale resurrection of the Ultimate Universe. After the events of Ultimate Invasion, which will see the Maker attempt to restore the Ultimate Universe, a new version of it will be born out of that conflict in November. Marvel will then launch the new Ultimate Universe with Ultimate Universe number one by Jonathan Hickman and Stefano Caselli. It will serve as a jumping on point and a lead in for the line wide relaunch. The fucking Ultimate Universe is back. The good thing,
1: right? I don't know.
0: Who knows? It's a weird thing.
2: That's what we're here
0: to talk about. That's the show, Marco. (laughs) <laughs> Great question.
2: So I end the stream now? That's it? We, we <laughs> well, we haven't it. answered it.
0: Uh, <laughs> we do it. Gotcha. Wow. Hello and welcome to the show. Uh, this should be a good morning. We're going to obviously be talking about Marvel's Ultimate Universe Reborn. We've got a lot to say about that. Um, so, you know, hopefully you guys are ready to have that conversation. It's funny because, you know, when they first announced Ultimate Invasion, it was like... What the hell is this? And we had, you know, almost an hour conversation about what it could be. And we all said, Marco wasn't there, but Cale, Tyler, and I all said, okay, sure. Resurrecting the ultimate universe? Fine. Why? What is it? How is it going to be different? I don't feel like this announcement actually answered one single question other than the fact that it's coming back.
3: That sounds completely on brand.
0: Yeah. It sure does. Does that bother you guys that we don't know anything more?
3: Absolutely. I love I love the idea that it's coming back. Why? The fact that there's no information about it makes me care less at the moment. It's all this, you know. It's it's just another event to hype everyone, right? You know this 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 false engagement. Keep it in your mind. It's coming.
2: Like, even though this is announced and we know, like, all right, Ultimate Universe, is, we're, we're back, baby, we're back. But uh, I just, like, what does this mean? Like, I, I've seen the line of Marvel Comics right now. Can they afford to add, you know, more? Like, is this just, all right, we have an Ultimates book. there will be an Ultimate Miles book. Um, And I don't know, like, do they do the big, what's the big three? Avengers, Spider-Man, X-Men, right, for Ultimates?
0: Early days, at least, yeah.
2: Yeah. So did you like new three new books, or are we talking like line wide? Like here's fifteen new ongoings with all Italian artists, uh, because we can pay them cheaper. Um, but uh, I will say it is nice to see Stefano and Caselli. Um, this is the the new Warriors reunion here with Hickman and Caselli. So uh, that is you, enough to
0: Secret Warriors. Secret Warriors.
2: That, that Warriors, yeah, that yeah. One. that's the right Warriors, yeah. It was good. not Golden State either. Um, no, no, that's a basketball joke, rare one for me. Um, but yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't know if I'm excited. I'm just like, okay, we'll see.
3: Yeah,
1: I'm. I'm excited because <laughs> I've well because I I've never experienced you said that so me. sheepishly. I'm well, excited.
3: Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm i'm excited
1: i've never experienced the like even to to go back to read some of the stuff mm. so it feels like a moment of marvel that i would have missed similar to like if i had started reading comics later and i would have missed the new 52 moment and so now that it's coming back i'm like oh i can get in on what these guys have an understanding for and it can kind of bring me a little bit deeper into the fold that's reasonable
3: mm. <laughs> Uh, yeah it's interesting i think uh, i think this will be very unlike the original one well let's
0: let's let's refer back to that in a moment so this is directly from the marvel.com article that blew the doors open on this announcement so it says in the same vein as the groundbreaking ultimate comics line that defined the 2000s with bold storytelling and risk taking twists on marvel characters Hickman and Hitch's new universe will revolutionize the world outside your window. Witness the spark that will light this new age in Ultimate Invasion. After the Maker's desperate attempt to restore the Ultimate Universe unleashes massive, unintended consequences, a group of Marvel's heroes are caught in a war between timelines. As universes collide, the foundation of a new line of Ultimate Comics will be built. Okay, so what do we know? The Ultimate Universe spawns out of the chaos of Ultimate Invasion. After that, we're going to get this one shot. Ultimate Comics number one, or Ultimate Universe number one, rather. And that's going to set the table. What happens next? Is there a reason for an ultimate line in 2023 because let's let's just think real fast about what it was like when the ultimates launched over 20 years ago now remember this is marvel and just comics right out of the 90s things were not great they needed to do something radical marvel in particular needed to do something radical the characters in the main line were stale And they didn't feel like they were fulfilling the promise anymore of these characters representing the world outside your window. You know, they weren't, it wasn't the same. And so the idea was hey, let's take our best and brightest and put them on this new line where they can go hog wild. It was almost like letting these creators have an imprint, a shared imprint within Marvel. It's not creator owned, but these guys were doing whatever the hell they wanted. That's what made it special. Can they still do that? Because we all know Marvel's toothless now.
3: Mm. Mm. Yeah, Bendis spearheaded a lot of the Ultimate Universe with Ultimate Spider-Man. And while it has a lot of flavor of Spider-Man, it's very different. Gwen is carnage. MJ is the one that gets thrown off the bridge by the Green goblin. uh, you know, everything is truncated and, and weird for Peter Parker. Um But then you get stuff like Ultimate X-Men, which was just all over the damn place. i I don't see it happening that way again. I think Marvel <laughs> Marvel's not desperate enough yet for it to work that well.
2: Yeah, and for me, it's like, I'm still not convinced that it, it doesn't share similarities with the MCU. Yeah. Um, especially when you look at the this this image, the first Ultimate Universe, one-shot number one. Like, there are some silhouetted uh, characters in the background. And there's nothing I love more than a Marvel mystery silhouette.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah.
2: It's, it's my favorite thing ever. But you can tell. Spider-Man's back there. A Spider-Man is back there. And a Black Panther looks like it's back there. I don't know who the the guy on the the front right is, but that's definitely a Black Panther on the other side. So again, these are the prominent MCU characters in a way. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It's um. They can't just pick up where they left off. That's for sure. I don't see that being a possibility.
0: Um, well, here's the problem. When you look at that cover like you said, yep. you know, you notice those characters that are silhouetted, let's talk about the ones that aren't. Yeah. Cap, Iron Man and Thor. Now, they're very obviously in their ultimate universe costumes. And that implies, it doesn't guarantee, but it implies that they're the same versions of those characters. You know, Thor you can get away with, but that version of Cap is very very specific and not like the cap from the movies or the or the mainline comics so let's say that for let's say for the sake of this conversation that your theory is not correct that this is not an MCU you know in comics right are they really just going to bring us the same versions of these characters that we've already seen re and reboot the whole
1: line at that point that's garbage but that feels in line with the sort of lack of hedging that or rather the hedging that marvel has been doing like you're gonna play it safe you guys know these characters here they are once again that feels clean and easy and something Mm -hmm. like all right you know i i'm gonna lock in on the nostalgia not on the ultimate line as a concept or vehicle for innovation.
2: It, it does feel like a nostalgia. Like, like think about it. Like we're, we're all those, um, those like nostalgia books that are out, right? Now. Like, like, uh, Ben Joe Finch and Riley stuff and... like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like we have yeah. planet Hulk going on, but like Planet Hulk is like, there's like a nostalgia book for that. The Ultimates is older than that, you know? So yeah, are we, it's just, it's just, just big ultimate universe nostalgia bait, really? And they're just gonna try and be like, "All right, well, let's let's cash in on the people who have money. Um, let's just try to pick up where we're left off and forget about that whole Secret Wars, End Times thing." You know, weird.
0: But but like, my thing is this: the characters that I have nostalgia for, and I and I started reading comics with ultimate spider-man and new avengers so i'm right there right but the characters that i have nostalgia for are not the ultimate characters those to me in my mind those feel very specific i like those stories because they're so tied to the people that wrote them Like, Um, think about that universe. Think about the lifespan of the Ultimate Universe versus the lifespan of any other, you know, Marvel, DC, whatever. You're talking about 50, 60, 70 plus years of storytelling versus 10 or 15 at most.
2: I think there are people who have nostalgia for these characters.
0: I'm not saying they don't. I was just talking about myself. Sure. Yeah. Do I care about Ultimate Spider-Man? written by whoever, not really, Ultimate Spider-Man by Bendis, those hmm. stories are what I have nostalgia for.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I think specifically with Spider-Man too, like that was only Bendis, really. Right,
0: he's the only person that re- that wrote that main line, like that book ever, as far as I know.
2: Yeah, so I, I agree I, with your take on Spider-Man.
0: When you think about Ultimate X-Men, right? Which writers do you think about? I couldn't tell you. Miller, right? Hickman. I, I, Ultimate x
2: mens a blind spot for me. I couldn't tell you. Yeah.
0: When you think about Ultimates, you think about Miller. I don't really care too much what other writers want to do with the Ultimates. Because Hickman did well with them, but he didn't even finish his food. So we didn't even see that resolution of that. So really, the only one that got it done was Miller. He's pretty busy. Right.
2: Doing a podcast, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, that takes a lot of time. Um so yeah, I, I like do you guys disagree with me then or it's just my feeling personally but do you feel differently are you nostalgic for these characters that world?
3: No because thing. these those like you say those stories are emblematic of a truncated history. You know, it's it's stuff that is the you know that I use specifically to sort of get a flavor of what is going on in the main universe, and then my love transferred over to the main universe because that was the real version.
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: Exactly. Especially in the case of the Avengers and the Ultimates.
2: Well, like, Matt in the chat, like, and I remember this, he pretty much only read the Ultimate Universe. Like, so there are people out there who are, like, because they were so invested in it, because they can start at a starting point, That that's their universe, and that's what they cared about. Hmm. Um, but when when did they get rid of it? Uh, what, six years ago at this point?
1: Twelve? That long? Fourteen? Right.
2: Um, so... Do those people still care? I don't know.
1: Probably. Same people who pick up uh the Joe Fix book and the Ben Riley book.
2: I'm not sure those are exactly the same people, but but
1: but there's an audience there. See, but
0: the thing the thing with that is that those books are being written by the same people who were writing them 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. If you're gonna tell me that you're gonna get Bendis back, you know, and you're gonna bring the band back together, then sure. That's but that to me, that's different. Like if I tell you, right, I'm nostalgic for, um, like, Grant Morrison's Batman, right? I don't want you to go get another writer to tell stories in that time frame. If I if if I want new stories from then, I want Morrison. You know what I'm saying? And we didn't chip anyway. So, like, that's. <laughs> well, but that's one aspect. Not not the the idea of the run.
2: Sure, writer. sure, sure. Honestly, though, I do think the possibility of Ben is coming back to Ultimate Spider-Man is high. Like, that smells San Diego Comic-Con announcement to me.
3: Yeah, I mean, they keep farming out slot to come back to Spider-Man every 10 seconds like like Spider-Man isn't selling, like, hotcakes no matter what they do.
1: <laughs> right.
3: Isn't isn't Bendis locked in to DC for the like next few no, years? No, he's
1: done. Oh, oh no, 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 he is. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like, only doing stuff at, like, Dark Horse right now, some creator-owned stuff.
0: Yeah, he's talked about how he's very happy doing creator-owned, but, you know, creators lie.
3: Especially when it comes to paychecks.
0: Right. I I did want to, first of all, say thank you to everybody that is currently watching live. Uh, You guys are great, and I appreciate all the comments. Keep them coming. You guys really showed up today. Um, To switch gears just a little bit. Um, When the Ultimate Universe first launched, you had Brian Hitch. And Brian Hitch created the look and feel of that universe. He really kind of built the blueprint, you know. And and he's the he's who you associate in your mind visually, probably with you know that line of comic books. To me, the Ultimate Universe was as much about the look as it was the way the stories were being told. Hickman, you know, we'll talk about him a little bit more in a moment, but is Caselli the Hitch of this era? Is Caselli the guy to, you know, usher us into this new world? When they do announce the inevitable ultimates, is he the one that will be on art there? Or is there another artist that you think they should be tapping to be the guy?
2: Honestly, I think Caselli is is a smart choice. I think Caselli feels like an evolution of Hitch.
1: Um.
2: So I think in terms of vibe, it fits. Um, But also, like, Hitch has been a machine this year, so (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if Hitch is going to be doing everything. Um, Isn't isn't Hitch working on, like, image stuff, too? Yeah, like, geez, that guy's... Didn't work.
1: (laughs) Do you guys want to read it if it's not Hitch?
2: Oh, I'm fine with reading
1: it if it's not Hitch, Uh, yeah. So the art's fine, but not the writer? Um
0: yes because Hitch's style has changed. I mean to me Hitch doesn't feel the same as Hitch used to feel.
2: Hitch hmm. was different for the time, you know. Um it was like a new thing to see Hitch art. It was like, "Whoa, look at this." But then, you know, 20 years later it hasn't changed. So um uh, that's not fair. That's not fair to say it hasn't changed, but it's it's no longer no, the new thing. not mark bagley man i was just about to say put mark bagley on ultimate <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: yeah keep him away you can't I'm do hair He cannot bagley.
2: do a modern hairstyle but spider-man life story yeah you can't here. do a modern book <laughs> uh who else can be on that? he is it's funny because like in terms of art that i like i like stuff like you know like a daniel warren johnson or james heron and stuff like that oh. but like that that is what like modern comic booky art feels like to me, or even like Leonardo Romero, which we'll talk about later. Uh, but that's like a more modern cartoony style. Like modern, the idea of what modern comics looks like to me does not fit the Ultimate Universe in any in any fit, shape or fashion in my head. Like all the the artists I listed, I can't imagine them doing an Ultimates book. You know.
0: Well. Um, oh, I- I mean, you have people like, like, look at how they tap Pepe Larraz to sure, curate sure. the the look and feel of the X-Books in the Krokoan era. That's, that's all it has to be. Like, it just, there has to be somebody who, you know, is talented enough and has vision enough to create a style and a look and feel for a whole universe.
1: Mm, set the tone.
0: Right.
2: For me, the bigger question is, does Hickman stay?
3: Um, nah, I, I don't know. I don't think I so. really, uh, I, I've, I've felt burned from him leaving X-Men. I genuinely, I like, I don't blame him for, for going, uh, but I can't imagine he sticks around like, a like now I think I just have a picture of him being the guy that does something cool and then leaves.
1: <laughs> sets it all up and then here, he's like my dad. Guys. He's like,
2: he's like he's oh, like I'm going to go grab some milk.
1: Um, I guess to this,
0: me the biggest indicator that he won't be staying and this is probably not accurate but it's the fact that this is a one shot.
2: Yeah, that and then God's is happening which God's is the one that he's mentioned having a bible for quote unquote. Like we've heard they're, they're like the Hickman buzz for God's feels like Hickman buzz. It feels like what Hawksbox yeah. was like. This seems so secondary to me that it almost mm. feels like you do something for us. We could do, you do gods, you know, um, or he's kicking this off maybe. And then other people will kind of take over. Um, even like there, there's even more traction on his sub stack book. Uh, uh, that thing that's hard to say like G W oh, whatever three no, worlds, G-W. three moons. Yeah, so. that thing, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I, I it just, it, it doesn't, compute to me to imagine hickman on potentially three books at one time you know what i mean
0: yeah i i have a hard time buying like two that always seem to be his
2: limit in, in a way like for it
1: to be quality
0: for it to be quality for it to finish and yeah, even true, then man,
1: that too, yeah <laughs> and even then it doesn't
0: like his problems never is the book good it's does it end you know like does he get to finish it um, I think Marvel uses Hickman now as a as a world builder. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, I I think that's probably his best strength. I I think his writing is is untouchable, but just in terms of like building out worlds that other people can then like do things in. They they use them for that for, you know, the X Men. We know that gods are supposed to be expanding and probably quote unquote humanizing. The more, uh, like what's the word I'm looking for, like esoteric, non physical characteristics of the celestial beings at Marvel, um, making them more interactable and stuff like that. We know that, so I, I even think when it comes to gods, it's more okay, we need these characters to be characters that we can use as characters in the MCU and etc., not just as big bodies of you know whatever floating in space um can you do that and i think that's what hickman's doing there with gods
1: i think that's the priority for him at the moment is especially if that's tying into mcu stuff hey you know go go play this little teaser out with ultimate and then just come right back you got you got work to do
0: yeah it's it's really really um really really interesting i think I don't think Hickman is going to be around for the long term, and so if he's not, who is? Who is Marvel going to conscript to be the drivers of this new MCU or this new uh, Ultimate Universe? And I'm going to throw one out right away: Donnie Cates.
1: Oh yeah, okay.
0: Donnie Cates. I know, I know, you're shaking your head, but here's the facts: Donnie Cates was rumored as far back as 2019 to have been working on an Ultimate Universe book. C.B. Cebulski, we even talked about this the last time we talked about Ultimates. C.B. Cebulski refused to discuss the idea of Donnie Cates specifically, but he did say that the Ultimate Universe is something that they're thinking about. At that time, it was 2019. So he said in a year from now, it'll be the 20-year anniversary. If we were going to do something, it would probably be then. Obviously, we missed the time frame, but do I believe that Donnie Cates was working on and cooking up a, a potential reborning of the Ultimate Universe? Yes. Do I th- also believe that then Hickman was now cooking with the X Men and they were like, wait, we have something here. Maybe he should be the guy. Yes, I believe that too. So I think Donnie Cates is next up and I think he's writing Ultimates.
2: I, based on the scuttlebutt and his personal life, I don't think Donnie Cates is doing anything anytime soon.
0: I think you guys put way too much stock in that. The dude got divorced. That was a long time ago. Uh, uh, it, it hits people differently, Sean. <laughs> Dan, he got to work. Lie. What do you mean? He has to earn money. That was a long time. ago. you think he's just sitting at home, not not going to earn money?
2: Well, he has money that he didn't give to the workers. You know. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. He's got My funny. man did uh, lose a comic book company not that long ago. Uh,
2: yeah, I, I just, I just, and just based on like the 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 r- r- rumors in the background, like outside of that. Um, I think he's going to be a uh, gun for a little bit. Um well, I, I mean, maybe we get actual maybe like a non-white dude on an ultimate's book. <laughs> uh, no.
3: Yeah. Like there's somebody, nobody you know? there's nobody that's strong enough. You know, in the in the Marv, in the Marvel stable, you know, no one I I would look at and go, "Oh, that's the guy."
2: Yeah, because the Marvel stable is now current DC. Well,
3: wow. listen. Like Kelly Thompson would have been a great
2: person to put on one of these books. But Kelly's doing some killer stuff, you know, in create her own space, you know, with you know, the, the call coming up as well. And, you know, DC stuff like. Gee, I,
1: I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like I can see them calling Ewing. And honestly, who's that one dude? Thurin Beck or something? What's his name? Yeah,
0: she talking. is very talented, yes. Oh,
1: that's a woman? I'm sorry. Yes. Sure.
0: Um, yeah, I think those are both great names who should be involved. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Matt throws a good one out there. Priest. What? I think Priest could work in the Ultimate Universe, honestly.
1: I don't... Mm.
2: I not, a, Marvel, not on a...
3: universe-building
2: book though no and i think that's what hickman i think hickman is doing the universe building and everyone's gonna get blueprints and you know yeah go from there you know i think this is a condensed hox in a way or like Hoxbox yeah. accidentally became that um where i feel like this is purposely being that
0: there's nothing wrong with obviously with priest um but to be you know tyler was talking about having a, a a you know person of color on the ultimate's book if you're going to get a black or spanish or asian creator to to spearhead something like that they have to have a name that sells books by themselves yeah and i don't think that there is a black i'll speak for black i don't think there's a black writer whose name just sells books by themselves i don't think that exists i mean
2: coach has been gone for a while you know, since Cap, I think Coates had a name for a bit.
1: Yeah.
2: And if, and if and the ultimate is supposed to be a, as close to outside of our window as possible, I mean, nobody likes writing that, then
0: John has a Coates. Something tells me he'd have a problem with Captain America. I mean, he did when he wrote it. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I mean, I think that there's a chance with this new universe that they might even try to do something radically different with these characters. Let's keep in mind that the ultimate universe featured, you know, a lot of variations in character. Captain America is obviously very different. Uh, Thor's, you know, different enough, although he kind of gets closer to yeah. the Thor we know as, as things go along. Um, Colossus notably was gay and, um, you know there were there were several key differences in character that felt bold um and and new at the time in ways that you know if you made those same changes today i mean who cares but what changes do you think they might make do you think this will be an opportunity for them to further diversify marvel by saying a, a wild example right i'm not saying this is what i think will happen the Iron Man under that costume is actually a black dude. Tony starts black in this world. We should call him War, War Machine.
2: <laughs> I, I was, Do you I think gonna, that... Yeah, I was going to say ahead. that, Sean. Like, I think this is a good opportunity to be like, you know what? Race change, you know, gender change, everyone. Like, make... What I would want is, like, literally, like, a new Ultimate Universe. Like, start from a somewhat ground level. If you want to anchor it with, you know, the three big Ultimates characters for four with Miles... Um, feel free, but like I'd want to see like, I don't know, new characters in new ways like their Wolverine. The ultimate Wolverine is probably the most complicated character in that world. Like solidify that for me, you know, mm. um, maybe give like, I don't know, like like ultimate Daredevil didn't do much, you know. So like maybe something there uh, is there. There's barely like an ultimate Moon Knight. Like I think there, there's characters who maybe didn't really get that much of a shine in the ultimate universe that I think you could just reinvent. Who are much bigger now Hmm. in terms of like the public image. Like, is there an Ultimate She Hulk? Like, I don't even know at this point. So, I don't recall Ultimate Jack of Hearts. Let's just do something weird.
1: That's a good. uh, That's a good idea because then you you get to play with the remaining characters. Because I'm assuming that since the Ultimate Universe was a bit more final with some of its characters, um, that you might not have the same sort of stable of uh, just names to play with. Uh, and so you're, you're going to have to find your variations. You're going to have to find um, those other characters to bring people into the fold. So I can definitely see that as like a possibility, but for the characters that are immediately recognizable, I don't think they're going to change unless it is somebody that they're introducing that is new or somebody that previously didn't get a spotlight.
2: There's no ultimate guardians of the galaxy either. Like,
1: Oh, right
3: there. Yeah, Hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm with Marco there. I don't see it. I don't like. You know, we said earlier they're not brave enough to do something like that. You know, they're not gonna. I don't think Marvel and thereby Disney is brave enough to take the oh, Superman's gay now headlines. And you know, they did once for Bendis. I don't think they'll do that again
1: even under the fact that this is an entirely you know separate universe and isn't gonna affect the six one six stuff uh, that's not gonna matter yeah not, to, not
3: yeah not to Glenn Beck or whoever is going back now like hmm. you know what they should do
2: they should make Nick make Nick Fury white <gasps>
1: bro I didn't I genuinely didn't know that he wasn't black uh until you guys told me.
0: Which is like a hilarious. <laughs> um, if they make Nick Fury black, I'm out. Or if they make him white, rather, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. Freudian Slip. Yeah, I, won't, um, I won't stand for white face. Yeah, I I don't I don't know, man. Like I I actually love the Ultimate Universe. Maybe that's not coming across, but I do love it. You know, You're obviously, a big, I have uh, to facilitate conversation. Londa and
2: Pietro fan. I know.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Listen. Jeff Lowe was on to something. Anyway. Um <laughs> Sister? Uh, maybe. I love the Ultimate Universe. I really, really do. I don't know if Marvel is brave enough or scared enough to be bold enough to make this something truly special. And that's what it has to be to matter. Because it's not like the mainline universe is just not selling and it's just dire straits i mean they're doing fine they're marvel comics right like they're they're on top um i don't know if they need this
3: that's the thing i just like i don't i don't even necessarily understand the experiment right now mm-hmm. because they've put so many ducks in the basket of uh making things consumable for new readers and everything You know, even even Marvel Unlimited, if you want to, you can read, you know, amazing fantasy and get the origin of Spider-Man. Yeah, it's just, you know, we're in a completely different world than when the Ultimates started. So I don't. I don't understand what they want to do. Yeah, it's a big
2: question of who is it for for me? You know, yeah, I think there's only really two people it could be for Uh, ultimate universe nostalgia people. Or they redo the ultimate universe and it's a brand new fresh on jumping point for anyone, you know? I don't really see a middle ground that makes sense there.
0: Well, I, I agree with uh Top Lane. This defeats the purpose of the ultimate line. This is not a new universe where you can start from zero. Yeah. What if if the point of the ultimate line was continuity light storytelling featuring top-tier creators with characters you love in different ways, then how does this service that? If, theoretically, it's just going to be, you know, back to what they were doing before the Ultimate Universe got removed. Maybe they'll restore aspects of it and not others. We don't really know the details of all of that. I don't think it's nearly as compelling if it's not a fresh start.
2: And also, like, the ramifications of it. If they're bringing this back, that means that the uh, Uh, convert—what were they they in in Hickman's Avengers when the— Worlds would collide.
0: Yeah the uh the incursions, the incursions.
2: Incursions. The incursions, incursions. It kind of defeats the purpose of the incursions and like, all right, what other worlds are coming back at this point?
0: You know. Well, um, they did solve that at the end of Secret Wars. To be fair.
2: Ah, uh, true, true. Um, but yeah, it's just. Huh. I think if they if they want to be like, all right, this is pre ultimatum, you know, before things you know started really getting bad, maybe that's what it is. It's like trying to like catch it before. The blob started eating the wasp you know but
0: then like yeah go way. ahead marco you haven't gotten a worded
1: <laughs> i was just gonna say i i think that's a really good point that the ultimate universe is supposed to be a continuity light experience and now you're gonna restart it and now i have to do all of my homework but not for the mainline marvel stuff now i gotta do it for this whole other fucking universe like that feels like work and at being somebody who likes to start at at one or as close to one as I can knowing that there is a place to start and it's only what like 10 15 years ago more like, all right it's better than you know 60 70 of years but still it's homework i almost feel like the
2: opposite i almost feel like when it's that far you know when, when an amazing you know amazing fantasy is where i got to start for a spider-man i won't you know i'll just jump in because it's too much where if yeah. it's like only ten years, I'm like, well, I could probably read that, you know.
1: Oh, I I started like uh, a few years back. I had gone to do the 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 Spider-Man stuff, like just because I'm that anal for some of that stuff. You started at literally Amazing Fantasy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then I went oh, into the, uh, Spider-Man and all that stuff.
2: And you're like, never mind, I'm just gonna go back to Swamp Thing.
1: <laughs> let's let's talk about
0: Miles real quick. Because Miles Morales is the most important thing to come out of the Ultimate Universe. and obvious thing to come out of the
3: Ultimate Universe.
0: Yeah. Um, and obviously now, Miles is his own dude in the mainline Marvel Universe and don't need no Ultimate Universe. How do you handle the character? Do you just say, hey, let's make him the Ultimate Spider-Man? Is that the way you solve... The problem of him feeling like Pete's little buddy. You know, if you look at the Spider Man game, he's Pete's little buddy. If you look at mainline Marvel, he's always like, oh, well, what would Peter do? And blah, blah, blah. Do you take him out of the Marvel universe, put him in Ultimate where he has to be on his own and get it done by himself? Or will there be a, or do you just reboot Miles in the Ultimate universe and there will be one there and one in mainline? I have a hot take on this actually. Shoot it. I don't think Miles is the issue. I think Peter's the issue. Yeah.
2: I say yes. you sh- you you get rid of Peter from the mainline uh, Marvel universe. I oh, gotta man. go. I I I I I I I, 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 think, gotta go. I think I think the storytelling is much more rife for potential for Miles and in the in the main Marvel universe. Like it it hasn't been tapped into in comics in Secret Wars, really? Um,
1: we'll do that in Ultimate. Go. I'm bye. tired
2: of Peter. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, have the Peter stories be? You know what? Peter in the Ultimate Universe. You know, everyone loves Ultimate Peter Parker. Let's bring that back. Run, run that back. Uh, yeah, make make Miles my Spider Man. That's how I feel. Man, I'm gonna get it's, roasted on TikTok for this. Well, I'm I'm editing it, so
3: it's what we it's what we've talked about before. Peter Parker in the mainline universe needs to level up. Yeah, agreed. You know, you can't keep resetting Peter Parker so he's a broke college student every 5 minutes. That's why they can't get Miles off the ground is because Peter's always going to be Peter.
0: Yeah. Okay, so Tyler's wacky suggestion aside, uh
3: <laughs> I, I I I will actually <laughs> Tag on to Arrow. Tyler's the words of what Tyler said
1: uh-huh.
3: because uh, as Top Lane points out, they resurrected Ultimate Peter Parker in the Ultimate Universe. Sure. So, what are we gonna do?
2: We we uh, we kill off Peter Parker in the new uh, Miss Marvel series. <laughs> <laughs> in
3: Ultimate Miss Marvel, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a character
2: that, that could become the No.
0: Oh. Um, I think that sending Miles back would be admitting defeat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's all about the result. If the result is that it's a great Miles story and all of a sudden this character feels like a big deal, he's maybe on the Ultimates, he's the spider-man right and he gets to be that and you get to tell unique stories with the character where he grows changes and evolves the result will be that people will love it because the quality was there but if they send miles back to the ultimate universe and he's just a dude um then people will take it as a defeat and that might actually kill miles off in terms of people's interest in him in comics
1: but wouldn't you get that regardless like you could be like oh he's back and you're telling really good stories with him and his characters are growing and the world is being built, but it's just ultimate Spider-Man. Like what does that matter?
2: I think there might be an opportunity to maybe make his, like if they say they do bring miles back to the ultimate universe, he's back to ultimate Spider-Man. What if uh, there's an ultimate Gwen there? You know, what if you, you kind of take, you know, the, the prowler, you know, make that, you know, prominent as well. Like, what if we take the 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 parts people like about the spider-verse Miles? The one that's probably the most well known, even more than the comic version. Um, and you make that what the ultimate universe is about for Miles, you know? And then he could jump back and forth whenever he wants, because it's Spider-Versey, you know? But
0: Right. I I honestly I think I wouldn't put it past Marvel to do this. I don't think it's inherently a bad idea. Uh I don't know that I want to see it. I want them to do more with Miles in mainline comics. But quite frankly, when you see you know, the creative team that, that Peter has and you see the creative team that Miles has, you know that it's never going to be equal. And so maybe the best solution is to get them away from each other. Because quite frankly, the experiment has not worked. It's been a failure.
2: And also, it might be a way to fix a Spider-Gwen issue, too. You know, like if she's Ultimate Spider-Woman now, you don't have to call her freaking Ghost Spider or whatever.
0: Ugh, right. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's hit some comments, because uh, obviously people have a lot to say about this. So, uh, let's see. Atomic Hound says, Will Marvel do something different in terms of digital or marketing? I could see them doing digital first or not digital first but digital day and date for the ultimate
1: line. Nah. I don't see that. That's that's too much even for this big of a thing.
2: What if instead of doing digital day and date, they do Marvel Unlimited day and date. So if you have a subscription, you can get that day and date. If you don't, you'd have to you know, you'd have to buy the same, you know, uh uh
3: which call it. M- well, if they technology. if they do that, then you know how many titles is this going to be? Because if they do that, I'm paying eight ninety nine for one title. Yeah.
0: I I mean, yeah. Who knows? I mean, but you get you get more. Wait, Kale, are you saying the eight ninety nine is the subscription? Yeah. Because you you probably use Marvel Unlimited for more than just that. So that would be like a bonus for you the same way that like with major huge titles, they release them day and date on there. Like uh, I, I think Avengers 1 was day and date. I'm not 100% so. sure. But yeah, so, think- so the same way they do that in a limited basis now, I'm just applying that to the entire Ultimates line, which I would imagine would be between three to five books.
1: But it'd be cost effective if so. Worth the subscription.
2: What do you yeah. um Maybe this 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 derails things a bit, but what do you think those three or five books could be? Like what do you think they launch with? Iron Man, Cap.
3: Spider-Man. Know. Boy. You can tell somebody never read the fucking Ultimate Universe. Huh?
0: <laughs> Let's do it. Ultimates. Ultimates yeah. for sure.
2: Ultimate Spider-Man, probably. Spider-Man. Yeah.
0: yeah. X-Men.
2: Uh-huh. <sighs> yeah
3: no how could you not <laughs> like
2: i think you could not because ultimate x-men is confusing and i think they know that
3: but this would be the perfect point to reboot it
2: sure sure or or uh, a perfect point to like save that for like wave two or something you know
3: uh
0: i think they have to do i, I think they have to do something a little weird like i like the moon night idea whether it's moon night whether it's you know, Miss Marvel, someone who didn't really have a presence yeah. in the in the Ultimate Universe. I think one of the books featuring a character like that would be a great idea. Um,
2: I wouldn't be surprised if there was like a Ooh. a Maker book, you know, but not Fantastic Four. Like, could it be like Ultimate right. Illuminati or something?
0: Because mm. uh, I think yeah, the Maker some...
2: is being set up as like he's he's number two next to Mile. Right, um, and he's kind of. Sean, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but this this the way they've been writing the Maker lately almost feel like he's in the middle of a turn.
0: Yeah, the way you that right? this the way this whole thing's being framed, it feels as though his desperation to bring the Ultimate Universe back is not to do anything like that.
2: Yeah, it's. The, the, I feel the, like he turn. almost
0: wants another chance.
2: Yeah, it, I feel a face turn coming, and maybe like that's he, how. He, yeah, but
0: like. Like he just wants to go home type thing. Like it just hasn't really worked out in six one six. He's like, you know what? I'm not gonna do this anymore. Let me go back. Please. They got me relegated to Venom books. Come on. <laughs> right. But I, I, I do agree with you on that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So I think he gets a book somehow.
3: And that could be that could be an interesting way to like explore the new the new ultimate universe. Yeah. You know. Have yeah. him get reacquainted because he's a character that can travel. You know, mm-hmm. um,
2: I wouldn't be surprised if Ultimate Nick Fury gets a book, especially with the prominence of Sam Jackson's Nick Fury and Secret Invasion and stuff. Like, there's your diverse book too.
3: You know,
0: <laughs> I uh, like. Yeah, go ahead.
3: Well, I was going to say, uh, Murphy pointed that out. That you know, that's the other carryover. But I feel like that got so mixed in because of Sam Jackson, it just, like, it it doesn't feel ultimate anymore. You know, it just kind of feels like the way it is. It's not even the same character, though. It's
2: a, a very confusing backstory for that one.
0: Kenosha kid says my comic reading group read the entire ultimate universe from start to finish last year. So we are hyped for this. That's pretty cool.
2: That's cool. We got a comic reading group. That's
3: like a book club. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I wish we had one.
0: Damn. Yeah, I wish I had friends that read comics that I did a podcast with and talked about <laughs> comics every single week, multiple I times a we week. Hey, actually, who was it? I think it was. Was it not top lane? It was I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't remember, but someone had put in our discord server a an exhaustive list of the ultimate line um in oh, terms yeah. of like the the reading order this was tremendous i don't know if this was like their their work that they like this is just you know what they put together how they read this but this was an exhaustive list it's a tremendous list shit man you made me want to read it in this order and i already read this stuff
3: <laughs> yeah
0: so ho- hopefully he hears it
3: Oh, yeah, that was top lane.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah. Thank you.
3: Didn't um, they bring... Am
2: I wrong on this? Did they bring Ultimate Wolverine's son to the main line? 616?
0: I, I don't recall that. I don't and know. I hope that didn't happen, but I it could have. I like
2: it happened in X-Men
3: Gold? I don't recall. I feel like I remember there being a blonde Wolverine. Yeah. Back then. I'll look that up. I'll look that up um Aaron Ruiz uh earlier on the artist conversation said uh Pepe Larraz Patrick Gleason is a, a name Ooh. that I thought would be really strong to do Gleason. uh a modern take on something Spider-Man would be great I think uh Ultimates would be really good too hmm
0: yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I think I think Pepe La would be tremendous. Um obviously it feels like they just used him in a similar role, but should he have a position? I, I think so. I mean I to be honest, I see a lot of DNA between um his work and some ultimate stuff. So I, I don't yeah. feel like it's out of bounds. Uh let's see. Kushik Raja said to be fair, I would like it if the Avengers change their name to the Ultimates, uh, shows their revolution from Avengers to the ultimate best version of themselves. Also, can't wait for racist Cap. Alright, well, um, <laughs> I, get, I get your point about the Ultimates, and I think uh, based on the current run on the Avengers and Carol Danvers' little speech in Issue 1, they should be the Ultimates because based on her logic, they're not Avengers. They are the Ultimates, so um. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh. And then can't wait for racist cap. Yeah, me too. It was a great ride.
3: Racist. Uh, yeah. Cap.
2: So he was on the young X Men. Uh. Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy Hudson is still in the main six one six. Apparently, he Scary. is bonded to a poison symbiote. Remember those poison ones?
0: Scary thought. Yeah. Well, we don't have long to wait before we get into the Ultimate Invasion because that's going to be starting June twenty first. So just two new comic book days away. Oh, wow. Okay. Damn. From seeing, you know, what this is going to be, um, and then the actual line relaunch proper begins in September with Ultimate Universe Number One. So it's imminent.
2: I will say, I'm excited. I don't know what's gonna happen and I don't know what happens after it, but I'm at least excited to get a taste of it again.
0: I'm 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 excited too.
3: I'm cautiously optimistic. It's basically,
1: basically excited for Kale.
3: Yeah.
0: It could be good. <laughs> it could be good. Could
1: Classic be. catchphrase.
0: Oh man. All right. So we're going to move along, share your thoughts with us if you want to continue to about the Ultimate Universe. And if you're doing your rereads, if that's what you're into right now, uh, join our Discord server because like we said, uh, one of our own members hosted an exhaustive, incredible reading order for the Ultimate line. Um, It makes perfect sense to me at a glance, you know, having read this stuff. Um, So I would say, yeah, if you're going to do your reread, Check out this this reading order list for sure. So I have a question in the spirit of this topic, and I'm resurrecting. Speaking of resurrections, I'm resurrecting an old uh, an old segment we used to do here called "Buy or Sell." Ooh. Oh, scared me!
3: What did Where... you think it was going to be? Same. Oh, oh, I was worried. I was going to hear Pete from the. Fucking across the pond. I, thought we were gonna I was going to duck Wolverine in cover. <laughs> <laughs> so the buy
0: or sell that we're doing this week is very simple. Spider-Man, Peter Parker, 616, or Ultimate Spider-Man, Peter Parker, whatever that number designation is. Now, let me clarify this question. I'm not asking you who would win in a fight or anything like that. I'm asking you, thinking about only the stories that have been told. Peter's story in the ultimate universe is complete. We see him live and die. And live again. The, and live again, but let's not just just, you know. Mainline, Peter, obviously, still, you know, bumping around some 60 plus years later, or whatever. Which one do you prefer? The complete story of Ultimate Peter or the ongoing story of Mainline Peter? Mm.
1: I liked when Spider-Man was in high school. Ugh. That was easy and simple. I like that shit. That was uh, so the OG stuff, which oh. one? he
2: got bullied in both, though yeah was
1: but i school, mean both. still pretty good like that was good storytelling it was uh by like every week a new sort of problem a new villain it was light-hearted that Wait. not ultimate pete so the other one. Oh, okay because you were describing both of them at the same time no, sorry mainline. <laughs> May- mainline but like 60s uh spider-man okay interesting you
2: know
3: what that's cemented it for me i'm gonna say ultimate the um i i agree with marco the 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 high school stuff uh is really compelling and i think that's high school college age is when spider-man is like ideal um but the way bendis wrote it at the time like he went as far as even to explore like when Spider-Man's uniform gets torn up, how does he get a new one, you know? And that was, like, fascinating for me as a, you know, as a high schooler. How would I pull that off if I were Spider-Man? Like, I have no fucking idea. Um, I, I'm not crazy about the way the life and death happened, uh, especially the death, but... I like that it's a full story. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with ultimate.
2: So for me, I, I'll be honest. I did not read ultimate Spider-Man until post ultimatum when it got rebooted with like, uh, I think David Marquez on art. Um,
3: yeah.
2: Which uh, is because I, honestly, it's because I was a David Marquez fan. I was like, hell yeah, more David Marquez, which let's get more going forward as well. Um, so I don't have much of a of a grip on Ultimate Peter Parker. I do like Miles a lot, but I have to go with 616 Peter because without 616 Peter, we would not have my favorite modern interpretation of Spider-Man, which is superior Spider-Man.
0: So you're buying on 616. I'm
2: buying on 616 just so I can, I still have that superior Spider-Man chunk, which is probably one of my favorite runs, so.
0: This is tough, uh, and 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 I've read you know a lot, a lot, a lot of. Go ahead, Ty. Clarification: If I don't pick
2: ultimate, this is mean. Miles never exists. Yeah, yeah, you sold. Man, that's like that. That's like those people going to people in Walmart being like, uh, like NASCAR. You got to get rid of one NASCAR Black History Month, and I'm like, shit, you know.
0: Yeah, t- t- Tyler basically just admitted that diversity isn't as important to him as. Uh, you know, a a villainous, you know, white dude getting superpowers and taking over as Spider-Man. So he'd rather Doc Ock as Spider-Man than Miles. That's real nice, Ty. Um, so I love the early like Spider mainline six one six Spider-Man stories. Those are incredible. Um, they're so much fun. If you've never read them, I mean they're of their time in a lot of ways, but there's a magic to those books that I think um hasn't really been matched except for Ultimate Spider-Man, which does what Stan and everybody else was trying to do at that time in the, you know those first 20 years. But I kind of think he Bendis does it better. Bendis did what they thought they were doing. Right. And 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 it's it's it trust and believe, I know it's not a fair comparison. Yeah. Bendis had the ability to look at those books and look at the totality of Peter and go, what do we need? What can we get rid of? And how can we retell almost those stories with a modern flair? That's what made it so special. But for me, nothing has happened in to Peter in the last 20 years of storytelling that I've been reading mainline Marvel that compares in my interest to Ultimate Spider-Man. So for me, as tough as this is, I'm buying on Ultimate Spider-Man. That's, I hate to say it, but I am.
2: We're split down the middle then. I
0: didn't think I was going to do that. But that's my answer. Uh, can I ask a question?
2: Yeah. If someone hasn't read Ultimate Spider-Man, does this still hold up? Does anyone? Can anyone answer that?
0: I, I haven't gone back in a while, but I have a very difficult time imagining that it wouldn't. Those no, stories sure if it's, if it's, feel yeah. almost evergreen. I know, yeah. I know what that sounds like, especially you're talking about comics. But if you can handle the Bendispeak, speak, which wasn't nearly as egregious as it is now, back then, and it also felt like it fit in sure. that book,
3: yeah, okay. yeah.
0: Um, if you can handle that, I don't think there's any reason why you wouldn't be able to enjoy those books now.
3: It's the Bagley mm. art you have to really contend with,
0: and even then, that was Bagley better, you know, than he is now. I think, and he's been. Yeah.
3: He still can't draw clothes, but you know, for a superhero, he draws clothes
2: at it. like people are still in the seventies. It's great, man.
0: Yo, <laughs> Ultimate Paul, yes, yes, absolutely. If you're gonna do anything, we need Ultimate Paul, one hundred percent.
2: We got the Ultimate Clone Saga already. Let's get Ultimate Cuck Saga. Let's go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, that's that's too much. You guys are great. All right. So we have an announcement to make. I want to say thank you to everybody that is watching us live on Twitch. You guys are wonderful. Twitch is the place that we started going live when we started going live a year ago. Um, And, you know, you guys have been super loyal and super supportive. However, with the recent announcements that Twitch has made, To the changes in their uh, terms of service and their affiliate agreement, it makes it very difficult to be a multi-streamer, which we are, because we have a lot of people that are very loyal to us that watch us faithfully on YouTube as well. And it feels like now is the time to jump off the board with Twitch. Twitch does not have discoverability. Um, I know that some of you have found us through Twitch. But unfortunately, the discoverability comparison between Twitch and YouTube is just astronomical. Um, And, you know, in a lot of ways, YouTube feels like our home. You know, all of our stuff is hosted there. um, And, you know, quite frankly, I don't want us to be locked into only being allowed to stream on Twitch, you know, or suffer whatever crazy penalties they feel like they want to impose. Uh, It doesn't feel like it's pro streamer at all. And so we are announcing today that we will be leaving Twitch. So probably within the next couple of weeks, we'll make a more formal announcement. But uh, we are going to be jumping off Twitch. Hopefully, and I believe this to be the case, you guys are going to just join us on YouTube. There's no real reason for you to not. It's essentially the same thing. Um, You know, Twitch has a great interface, and I know a lot of people love it, and I love it and it's great for the places that it works, but I just don't think it makes sense for us. We collectively don't think it makes sense for us, so we are going to be jumping off of Twitch here soon. Uh, Not a kick (laughs) kick announcement. Not a kick announcement. Kick gives me weird vibes, um, quite frankly. Not
2: a big Aiden Ross uh, streamer fan there, Sean?
0: I, I don't even know who that is.
2: That's good. That's a great sign. It means you're a good person.
0: Um and, and, and honestly, a big a huge reason for this, too, is we want to merge the families like I want the Twitch family and the YouTube family to be able to interact when we're live. You know, you guys don't even see what you're saying to, you know what you're saying. Like we're responding to the group on YouTube and responding to the group on Twitch. So just being able to integrate and, and get everybody together, I think, will be a lot of fun. So it's frankly, in my mind, a win for you guys. Um, and I think it just makes things a little bit easier on our end. So that's what we're going to be doing.
2: Uh it's it's like our own incursion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Top lane says, I don't like YouTube people. They too happy. <laughs> Top lane, loving Which, the toxicity of Twitch. I that, get it. That is the first time I've heard of YouTube people being described that way. <laughs> I know. I feel like our our douche comments have come from YouTube. Actually,
2: you getting spoiled for uh, uh the Miss Marvel? thing, Literally everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So not the live. Hopefully, stream, but it's like
2: it's like the rando that show up in the comments. Yeah, live yeah, stream yeah, YouTube yeah. people, you're great.
0: Are 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 the people that watch this show and are and are good to us? You guys are great. Um. So yeah, that's the announcement. Hopefully, you guys understand and you will join us over on YouTube when we do finally go dark on Twitch. Um. You know don't want to lose anybody in the transition, but we gotta do this. It's just the best decision for us. Um, so hopefully you guys join us for that. Hopefully, you also join us on patreon.com/slash the comics pals, where we have so many things on offer. If you support us, we want to support you right back and give you something for that support. So Uh, on patreon of course you do get access to our newsletters one a week from one of us Um, every single week we haven't missed a single week which is pretty impressive Um, you get a uh, you get access to an exclusive show called palling around where we talk about whatever we feel like talking about whether it's the internet whether it's cryptids whether it's conspiracy theories you know whether it's Tyler's Bathroom Habits. I don't even know if we talked about that on there. Um, Not
2: yet, at least.
0: But it could happen. It, pro- like it probably will. You know, um, All that stuff is happening on Patreon. Also, you get uh, a nickname and a shout-out on this very show. So, I want to say a special shout-out to the best pals in the universe, Thunderstruck Rebecca Alejandro and the Hound of Justice, Atomic Hound. And, of course, thank you to the Night Stalker, Harris Dijinsky, Brian Demolisher Del Pozo, Kefis the Incorruptible, Momentum Mike Elliott, Starcross Catherine Stars, Dan the Truth Trudeau, Joel Justice, and Jalen the Sanguine Sorcerer. You guys are all rock stars, and we love you. Thank you so much for the support. You also get to vote in our book club poll. And we've got an interesting one up. Um, So if you haven't voted and you are vote eligible, head on over there and do that. Uh, I want Tokyo Ghost to win. Of course, it's my pick. Promised I'd put it up. You should vote for that. However, I will admit that a lot of people seem to want us to read powers.
2: Really? Yeah,
1: it's winning. Last I checked.
0: Let's
2: go! You don't
1: even. That's wild. All the only Bendish shit that I've read.
2: (laughs) The the only powers I've ever read was their appearance in uh, Donnie Cates' crossover comic.
1: That was funny. And that was done very well, too. That crossover uh, was underrated. uh, Marco, did
3: you watch the show? No, um, it was on PlayStation Network. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it was. And it was hard to get to. Uh, But it was really good, actually. Yeah? Yeah, I really enjoyed
1: it. i us try to find it.
0: Harry Perry says, gonna have to find a new place to dump my Switch Prime. That makes me sad.
3: I just saw a, uh, Perry, Perry, if this is your thing, I just saw a a stream uh, with two girls doing jumping jacks in the shower. I don't know what that's about, and I don't know how it's in my algorithm, I swear. Yours or the Comics Pals one? Oh, I I must be on the Comics Pals. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Yikes.
0: Yikes. Yeah, Tyler. Caught me.
3: Caught me. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, there is a place for it.
0: Hey. Listen. I mean, you know. I will be saying our
2: Twitch is not going away because I will start doing uh, jumping jack streams uh separate to the actual show. Just not content. Just edits.
0: Yeah, so you can give your prime sub to uh to Tyler as he's, you know, yeah. bouncing his breasts on screen.
2: I mean, they're slowly going away, you know. <laughs> just just going south a bit. That's
3: all. Tyler and Marco can do a a hot tub stream. Easy. Oh,
0: my God.
3: I know what Marco's
2: about. I don't feel safe there. (laughs) You could trust me, Tyler.
0: Oh, my goodness. Kenosha Kid says Rick Remender would would be cool on a new Ultimate Universe title. If Rick Remender did an Ultimate Universe title, I don't know if I'd even be able to handle that. That's like the greatest announcement that they could possibly make. But I I honestly think there's a better chance of Donald Trump writing a book for the Ultimate Universe uh, uh, than Rick Remender at this point. Yeah, well, that Mender, dude does not want a yeah. thing to do with Marvel or DC. Uh, you right know now.
2: how I feel if Rick Remender came back to Marvel?
0: Hmm. <laughs> that's,
2: that's what I would feel.
0: That's all that's what would happen to me too. Out, I would yeah. moan, a dog would bark for some reason no, and I then I'd,
2: I'd go full oh, feral. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Wow. All those sounds were Tyler. Yep. That one. And then you would fart? Hey, I'm just saying, sometimes the body just does what the body wants, you know. (laughs) A little involuntary.
1: (laughs) It do what it do. Unreal.
0: Uh, Also, I wanted to shout out the listener poll, which, of course, is the way that you guys can get your voice heard on PALS polls, which is live this Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern. We are going to be viewing The Flash and things like that on Thursday, so uh, we will be you know, pushing pals polls up a day so that we can get, you know, get those uh, reviews out for you all. Uh, so the listener polls up on Twitter and you guys can vote for which book you want to see slotted into the show. Shout out on over there and, uh, and uh, cast your vote. Can someone tell me what is winning the poll right now? So
2: currently Last I saw
3: it was green lantern. It is green lantern. Yeah.
2: yeah. Like 41% of the vote with, uh, x-men red number 12 right behind it
0: so yeah so um if you want us to read green lantern go vote for it if you don't you definitely want to go vote for it because it's winning right now
2: there's a there's a new black panther out too so you know
0: yeah yeah lots of good stuff
3: much rather read x-men Red. come on the
2: thing is (laughs) i'd much rather read x-men red because it wouldn't be extra for me you know (laughs) i'm already reading it so yeah
3: yeah
0: you're not reading Green Lantern.
2: I haven't got to issue one. I missed that episode, and if I miss an episode with a number one, it it it's on the back burner. So yeah, I'll catch I up. Wins,
1: though. Damn, no love for Spider-Man India, huh? Mm.
3: Mm. Okay. I watched
0: his universe die. I'm good. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> He's dead to me. <laughs> um, let's let's uh, let's jump into the listener comments.
2: Uh, yeah, that's my, that's my cue. Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, first one, Sanji on the Rom V interview, he said, uh, I can listen to Rom for hours. Somebody ne- someone needs to get Grant and Rom on camera together so I can just hear them discuss literally anything. Oh boy. That'd be
0: wild. I might not survive that, but I want to be I'm not there.
2: Sure, I'm not sure cameras and microphones could accurately pick that up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not convinced that they would either. That's like... It's not my absolute dream combo, but it's up there. The, I, think, I think my dream combo is probably probably Grant and Hickman, only because the way that they think is like a mystery to me. Like, Grant, the way that Grant thinks, I think, is a mystery to Grant's creator. But, <laughs> like, Hickman's, like, world building and, and the way that he's able to balance – Extreme world building with incredible character development and character moments. I mean, my god, that's it's mastery.
2: Hick- Hickman versus Morrison is like the 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 difference between science versus magic. Yeah, that's how I was gonna say that shit yeah.
0: exactly. Yeah. Yes,
2: um, I would love to see a show that was sort of like you know the like Hollywood Reporter does, like actors where they just are sitting to each other and they just talk like one on one. Um, I think they have one coming up with like a uh, Diego Luna and Hayden Christensen you know, just talking. Oh, Um, they have a whole series throughout the summer. I would love that for comic creators, you know, just to have those weird combos come up um, and talk about that. Uh, Dan Trudeau had a uh, question uh, on our discussion. Amazing Spider-Man and and (laughs) Sean gave me a big one. Uh, He said the Spider-Man story has got me thinking about why I haven't been able to drum up any interest in the character's monthly book in decades. I think it comes back to the soap opera thing Kale keeps mentioning. Superhero books and soap operas do have a lot in common, but what typically separates them is that superhero stories are about something. Soap operas don't have themes, outside of maybe, people are terrible. Superhero stories, on the other hand, represent real-life themes. Spider-Man was about growing up, and once he did, his story stopped being about anything. Now his comics are really soap operas, introducing endless complications to prevent him from moving forward, so his now meaningless story keeps going forward. And it's not like anything will change as long as Spider-Man fans keep buying it, putting the book at number one.
0: Scathing.
1: Sean, do you think, uh, do you consider Dawson's Creek a soap opera?
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. I mean, I guess it's technically not. And I'm sure Kale will correct me, but technically it's not, right? Like the what a soap opera is, in my mind, is a show that's nearly endless. Uh, that's, you know, very, very only about The drama between those people and the soapiness, which Dawson's Creek is that and all those kind of teen dramas are that. But, you know, they end and and And, and, they're they're very steeped in continuity. Like Mm
3: -hmm. soap
2: operas are written in a way that you don't need to really be watching to understand what's going on.
3: Yeah. 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 Soap operas are called soap operas because they would literally put soap ads in the middle of these shows and that's that was their whole vehicle for selling soap is that housewives would watch this while yep. doing the washing or the ironing or you know whatever and oh, you don't right. have to watch it um so yeah i think i think <laughs> i think dawson's creek might be a little uh too prestige for uh <laughs> soap operas uh and i think i think to a point i agree with dan um yeah. I think I think he's being a little uh harsh on soap operas, but um, you know, I think uh, I, I think yeah, I think he's right. I think I, I like I don't know what the theme of an ongoing Spider-Man book is anymore.
2: I think it's 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 so one dimensional. The theme is just like, yo, I'm struggling. Like that's that's the Peter Parker story, I think. Um, and everyone has to write it that way, but even like, I think, I think Spider-Man is a good representation of like, what a what a comic book soap opera would be because it's bi-weekly, you know? It, so it, 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 does reiterate a lot of stuff like a soap opera would because it comes out so much, um, cause there's no really weekly title right now that I think would do that otherwise, but, uh, yeah, this is why I'm, I'm all on the miles boat.
0: I, I don't I don't agree and Dan and I kind of went back and forth and, and Dan actually uh wanted to not he, he wanted to come back and, and say that he didn't mean to sound as mean about like Spider-Man fans as, as he might have come across um but I don't think that there's anything too different about Spider-Man stories than Batman's in terms of how stuck they are in whatever you want to say they're stuck in you know um like, what's dramatically different about Batman since eighty something? You know, like I would,
3: I would make that same argument about Batman. Yeah, yeah I, I think,
0: I think the the more popular the character is, yep. the more they're stuck in whatever they've been doing whenever they were most popular. And I think Spider Man gets an undue amount of that kind of criticism because people very specifically want to see him grow up. Because I started reading him when he was a kid. And I don't think that that's fair. In a sense, I mean, you can say whatever you want. You can have any opinion you want. I don't think it's fair to criticize only Peter and not acknowledge yeah. that as a problem or a symptom of the nature of comics. Um, if you like that, then great. If you don't, then that's always going to be a problem for you. And I don't think that it would be less of a problem if you were reading Batman or Superman before the last couple of years. Like... All their stories tend to kind of be the same. And you could make the argument, well, Batman has a kid now, but he's had kids his whole life. They just weren't biological. So it's Damien is an extension of the Robin idea, except that he's genetically linked to Batman. That's not a huge leap.
2: The higher selling the 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 solo character, the less likely there is for change. That's why like we got we got on Mortal Hulk. you know, like Hulk does, they didn't really sell that well for a while. So I was like, all right, let's do something risky with them because they can afford that. Um, Can't really do that with Batman or Spider-Man. Those are like the big two for for each company, really. And even Mm -hmm. Superman was able to do it a little bit once John came about. Um, But since then, it's just like, no, that's just what that's the status quo now.
3: Right. But to be fair, though, like even with Superman, like they're trying to change that with the whole family dynamic. Sure. You know? I think there is still wiggle room with Superman. And I
1: think
0: the 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 praise for the Superman books has largely been about the fact that it actually feels like it's moving on. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, that's a but that's an anomaly in my opinion, not a not a norm in comics.
2: I almost think that's because Superman is Superman and he has that the the longest history out of everyone that it was forced to change because it was stagnant too long.
0: People were done.
2: Yeah. I wonder if we get there with Peter eventually. I mean, uh. based on the reaction to the Zeb Wells run, we might we might be there sooner rather than later.
0: Hey, money talks. Yeah, twenty six is going to be number one, and twenty seven probably <laughs> will be too. So, all right, you guys want to you guys want to uh, have a little fun? Hell nope.
1: yeah, brother! <laughs>
0: No, all right. Well, I guess we'll just we'll just move on. I say and yes. uh, next slide. <laughs> well,
1: next slide. Ruins well, the, the next video. slide is the fun oh, yeah. damn.
0: because the next slide represents the draft we are going to do now, and it's the X Men draft. Oh. So, for Shut those down, of you. For those of you who missed the draft, the way we play is very simple. Each one of us is responsible for drafting a team of, in this case, X characters. We can only choose characters who are X-Men, who have the mutant gene and have been a part of the X-Men. So that is the rule. You draft your team and the audience, the listeners, will tell us who won. What are the metrics of winning? Whatever they feel like, the best overall team, which team would win in a fight, whatever it is that you think is appropriate, that'll be the metric.
2: What's that? Uh, that uh, uh, uh geez, what's that game show where the points don't matter? Who's lying? Oh, who's, who's lying? Line? Yeah, that's kind of what this feels like.
1: That's such a good show. <laughs>
2: Matt says drafting marginalized people, sus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well. You know what I'm going to do? I'm actually going to pull out my handy-dandy X-Men oh, dice, you as you dice can funny. see. Right. Yes, I have X-Men dice. And so what we're going to do, I have to remove various paraphernalia from the view of the camera. But with that being said, I'm going to roll <laughs> these dice, and a- uh, we're going to determine who goes first, the, the the order. So here we go. Hand check. You can hear me rolling. <laughs> All right, so that, that'll that be for. I forgot to say who I was rolling for. That's Kale. That's an eight. All
3: right.
0: So it'll be an eight for Kale. That's
3: pretty good. He doesn't want to go first. Oh, oh okay. I go first then.
0: Okay. Yeah. This is Tyler. Okay. A four.
2: Yeah, that tracks for me.
0: All right. This is Marco. A six.
2: Mm.
0: And for myself. Hey, guys. A 10.
1: Bullshit. <laughs> Again.
0: <laughs> I didn't rig it. You saw me roll. So oh, it'll be. Fine. So it'll be me, Kale, Tyler, no, no, and then
2: Marco. Marco. I go last. Okay. Okay. That, was, okay, that
3: was for the order.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was for the order. It's initiative, Kale. That's the we rolled for initiative there.
3: Yes. <laughs> That's so, why I'm confused.
0: So me, Kale, Marco, Tyler. Yeah. All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> Tyler itself so do me. The second time in a row. Third time, actually. I'm so sorry. All right. My first pick is obvious. I am going to pick Gene Gray.
3: Oh, wow, that's actually not who I thought you were gonna go
2: with that first. Me, um, it was a toss up for me, but yeah.
3: How uh, how many are we doing?
0: Uh oh yeah, good point. Uh let's do five.
3: five. Okay. You're up, Kale. Kale's up. Oh, sorry. Uh Cyclops.
0: Yep. Marco? Beast. All right.
2: All right, I'll do it just because I, I want. You, I don't want you guys having it. and I'll take Magneto.
3: Okay. Oh, are the are these characters? I wasn't here for the last draft. Are these characters not available to us now? Yeah. No.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you don't have access oh. to to those. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, guys, yeah. Yeah. You
3: guys have already wiped out my list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Tyler, you took Magneto. Yep. All right. So then, I will take Professor Xavier. Hmm.
3: Catherine Pride. Ooh. Hate Pride. Magic.
0: Good one.
2: Weirdos. I'm taking Wolverine.
0: It's a great pick. Uh, I'm going to pick. I don't know how he made it this far, but he counts. We're going with the big boy. Picking Apocalypse.
3: Whoa. Mm.
2: Yeah, we, Sean always picks the team that's like, you know, when you're like arguing on the playground and like,
3: my man, my man plays like, to win. One hundred
0: percent. You should have seen me yesterday at locals. Anyway, uh, who? <laughs> uh, Kale's up.
1: Nightcrawler. All Damn. right. Um. Ooh. Uh, cipher. Okay. Storm. Such a marco ass pick. Damn. That was my next one. Damn.
0: All right. I will submit to this not being a a, a fair pick. If you guys say that I cannot choose this character, I'll submit to it. Okay. Scarlet Witch.
3: No. No. That doesn't feel right. Uh, What's the canon now? She's she's she's, 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 she's,
1: a high evolutionary experiment. But has she been in X-Men?
0: Yes. But now she's technically
3: not a mutant.
2: All, I don't think she's ever been an X-Man though. Like I think
3: I, well the criteria was the mutant gene. No, they have, criter- criteria was they, had to be X-Men, right? They now. have to
0: be they have to have the mutant gene and they have to have been an X person at some point.
3: Okay, then no. Sorry. Yeah, no. Okay.
0: All right, cool. Fair enough. Um, so then I will have to choose um, I will go with table or no hope. I'll go with hope.
2: Man, you having double double gingers on Sean's team? Jeez,
0: hell yeah! <laughs> Tail's up. He's
2: thinking the gears are grinding. I'm gonna say Legion?
0: Why are you throwing names out there? What kind of game is this?
2: I'm Throwing names out there, I don't
3: want <laughs> right, Legion. Um, no, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, you know what? <laughs> cable really spoke to me. I'm gonna go with cable. God damn it. There you go. All right, cool. ruined
2: Sean's uh daddy daughter dynamic there. Geez, what? <laughs> Sorry,
0: <laughs> daddy
2: daughter mother no. dynamic
1: there. Geez, that's a Marco. Please go. So I'm picking uh, Havoc. Havoc. <laughs> nice.
3: I'm going to go Mystique. Ooh. I got a good one.
1: Oh, Mystique's good. Mystique, Damn. Okay.
0: Iceman. Hmm. For my last pick.
3: My last pick is going to be Forge. Nice. Okay. Damn it. Um.
1: All right. That was literally going to be a person. Rogue. Damn, Rogue? That was going to be
0: fine. I That's hurt. a f- fucking... Good pick, God, yeah. damn! There's so many good X-Men.
2: All right, I get last pick, huh? Uh, <laughs> all this power, um, man, all this power, and I want to pick something fucking dumb. Uh, <laughs> she. Um, I'm gonna throw a, a weird one out there. Toad. Man, I'm stuck between two right now. All right, I'll just I'll, I'll just pick it. I'll just pick it. Phantom X. I'm putting Phantom X on my team. Oh.
0: All right. That's interesting.
2: It was it was stuck between Phantom X and Armor. Those are my two. Right, I'm gonna go with Phantom. All
0: right. So that puts the teams at uh, mine being Gene, Professor Xavier, Apocalypse, Hope, and Iceman. Hales is Cyclops, Kitty Pride, Nightcrawler, Cable, and Forge. Marco's is Beast, Magic, Cypher, Havoc, and Rogue. And Tyler's is Magneto, Wolverine, Storm, Mystique, and Phantom
1: X. Bro, Sean got all the Omega level mutants. Like,
2: no, nah, I got two of them.
1: And but Sean, your team is purely composed of Omega level.
3: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Is, is
0: Apocalypse yeah, considered like Omega? Like I said, Sean
3: plays to win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, I don't know if he's, I don't, I've never seen that explicitly stated Tyler, but I, I mean, it but just,
3: he's,
2: he's just as stands to, him, to reason yeah, in terms of power set. Yeah. Yeah. Is he, is he not?
0: I've never, I, I can't think of seeing those words said like apocalypse is an Omega level mutant, but in my mind, certainly I would
2: imagine. Can, correct was. me if I'm wrong. Omega is like their power set has no upper limit, upper limit. Right.
0: Yeah. So maybe I mean, his does. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Who won? Audience, let us know.
3: Hepha says me.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, I see Atomic Hound says Tyler wins.
3: Hell yeah, brother.
0: Ty, uh, Aaron, brother Tyler. Ruiz, yeah. Tyler. looks It's looking Tyler-ish.
2: I had to get Magneto and Wolverine, so Wolverine's one weakness is gone. <laughs> yeah
0: um many many ask do the teams even work together uh, is that objective getting done? It's up to you whether or not if you if that's a criteria for you, then vote that way
2: so the way I'm looking at this is it- Sean's feels like x- men uh kales feels like an x factor
3: I was gonna say like a more like a marauders
2: oh yeah I guess so oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I feel like mine's a little Forcey in a way and I don't know what the fuck Marco's is <laughs> Marco just picked like the the bench warmers on the on the on the the monthly baseball game
1: <laughs> I feel like they gotta complete a mission you gotta have people to translate someone super smart somebody with blasters. I like how in terms
2: of X-Men missions you prioritize translation <laughs>
1: Yeah, what if you got a, uh, you know, he comes package deal with uh, Warlock.
2: Uh, I guess in current continuity, does
0: yeah. Wow. Uh. Yeah, we're getting quite a few votes. It's kind of hard to track. It's pretty spread, yeah. But it, yeah, it's 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 fairly spread. Um. Well, maybe not. Maybe not for me. But well, I mean, but yeah, but look at who
3: you picked. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't, I can't I can't actually. <laughs> Go ahead. Aaron says Marco's team is fallen angels. <laughs> Hey, I like that. It's more look. like it's like you got like X
0: core. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um it, oh, no I, Emma. I'm feeling like Emma. it's Tyler that won. I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm seeing a lot of Tyler. I'm not sure.
3: And I was left Look at that. <laughs> I'll I'll do the official count if you want to uh
0: Yeah. Uh, update update us with that answer uh in a little bit because yeah. uh you know,
2: we, we who have, picked we
0: Wolverine? Two. Tyler picked Wolverine, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, Tyler picked Wolverine, which means that Tyler's probably really excited for Marvel to unleash Wolverine in a battle with an enemy we've never seen him face before—the Predator. Oh, oh. Like the Chris Hansen show. <laughs> Wolverine, <laughs> have a seat. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> So you like to rescue young girls. <laughs> and uh how old are you? <laughs> and you mentor them? What does that mentorship look like?
1: What uh
0: when our, when our <laughs> You were on the Get run <laughs> with a young girl and you were photographed with her. Wolverine knows Canadian <laughs> consent law <laughs> <laughs> Big
2: libertarian that Wolverine.
3: <laughs> oh man, all right. So, I got uh, sorry, go ahead. So, the official update is by my count, it looks like Sean and Tyler are actually tied.
0: Hey, high five.
1: Uh, I wish there was a prize, but there isn't. Big no fat goose egg. <laughs> That's crazy that you guys are tied for second place, huh? <laughs> what <laughs> place are you in?
0: Fifth.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like Kefis's team more than Juan Marcos.
1: Kefis oh, got, shit. Uh, Kefis Mo. put a team? That's why I'm in fifth. Yeah.
0: Oh, Kefis had White Queen, Jamie madrox the multiple men, uh, Dazzler, Nightcrawler, and Chamber. That's interesting.
2: I'll give you AOA Nightcrawler since Kale took Nightcrawler.
0: That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Oh man, I hope you guys enjoyed that draft. That was fun for us. Um, all right, so it's worth noting. This is a Predator versus Wolverine series. It does have the 20th Century Fox trade dress, which means this is the first book coming out of the 20th Century Fox imprint that features a Marvel character. Um, so I think, and I'm sure correct me wrong, this is technically the first real crossover between 20th century and marvel in the books
2: right it's the first one yeah yeah i mean those those You're 20th right. century characters have crossed over with other properties before marvel had the rights to them but like ever like yeah. lantern meets planet of the apes was the thing which was pretty good actually um but yeah for marvel this is the first one and this is like the most obvious one too
0: I'm sorry. Manny said Colossus versus Chris
1: Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
0: Yeah, Chris ha- Chris Hansen definitely needs to sit Colossus down on a couch. Oh, no. <laughs> he needs to ask him some questions about uh, his relationship with Kitty. But, um, yeah, so this is going to be a four-issue limited series it's going to be written by Benjamin Percy which makes a lot of sense.
1: Oh, yep. nice.
0: With art by everybody's favorite Greg Land.
1: Oh. Oh.
0: Uh Ken Lashley, yeah. K Zama, and other unannounced artists who will be uh who will be a part of it as well. Uh it's going to be the Predator and Wolverine and it's going to unveil a decades long war. That these two have been involved in a secret war, if you will, that we've never heard of somehow uh, in all Wolverine's years, and it's going to be on sale September twentieth. So, how do you guys feel about this as a crossover? I know a lot of people said if they ever cross over with you know Disney characters, I'm out. That's the break glass moment. That's when they're desperate. Is this like that?
1: No that that sounded like a cool concept that made a lot of sense. Like that sounds fun and. A lot of these books have been relatively enjoyable. The Alien one with uh, Philip Kennedy Johnson on them initially started out really strong. Um, who was on? Uh, was it uh, Brisson on um, Predator? Also yeah. really strong. Like I think I think what they're doing with the properties has been done well enough where it validates the the crossover. Like I kind I can kind of trust that they're going to do a good job and take care of both aspects of the character or rather both characters
2: mm. and, and predator crossing over what the superhero is like comics one hundred and one. on one like he's he done, you know, we have predator versus Batman predator versus spawn. Like Archie. it just, it makes sense even outside of Marvel owning the rights to it. You know what I mean? Like I could have seen this happen 10 years ago.
0: Right. Like I think, I think people are very <clears throat> worried about the idea for some reason of Marvel like crossing characters over with the Disney properties. Um, And I I mean, I have no desire to see like Mickey Mouse and Wolverine on the same page, but (laughs) Predator and Wolverine. I mean, that's like a match made in heaven. Like I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. I don't know about heaven, but yeah. All right. Fair enough. (laughs) But like that, that makes so much sense. I don't have any problem with this. I mean, on the other end, you have Batman and Ninja Turtles. You have, you know, all kinds of yeah. things like that. So I, I think if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. A, a, a good idea should always win, and I think this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Well, um, what do you ahead.
2: see? And so I, I got to assume we have an alien crossover in the works somewhere. Oh, that'd be pretty good. Ooh, alien versus... Who? Alien versus. horses? Guardians. Oh. I guess. I guess. What do you so? Do you have the guardians have to play in that horror aspect, like it's Alien would be, or do you have Alien in a goofy
0: setting? With the no, guardians. no, 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 no. The aliens are either they're on the ship, yeah. and it's just like the the movie, but with the guardians, <laughs> yeah. or they go to a planet that is infested and needs you know rescuing uh, from the xenomorphs.
3: Let me one up you there. Ooh. they're also venomized. Oh yeah, that seems obvious. Yeah. Huh. Oh man, kale—that's
0: money. Let's let's go make some money.
2: <laughs> what about Planet of the Apes? What can they mix with?
0: They're venomized doesn't, too. Doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> venomized. <laughs> <laughs> so let me let me read some words uh, from Ben Percy because he's actually he appears to be pretty excited about this. So uh, he said. I'm not going to say I was born to write this crossover, but sometimes the universe reveals why you were created. I am a child of the 80s. I cannot tell you how many times I've watched Predator, just as I cannot tell you how many Wolverine comics I've read, because that would be like telling you how many breaths I've taken or cheeseburgers I've eaten. This epic hunt will span decades as both of these giants learn and harden and grow deadlier with time. Neither will have the time to bleed, but you better make time to read because I'm putting everything I've got into this event. And I'm thrilled to join forces with some of the best artists in the business.
3: Yo, uh, I got up to go to the bathroom because I wasn't interested in this at all. But knowing Ben Percy is on this now. Yeah, Yeah, dude. Fuck. He's been killing it. It's going to be hot
1: too. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's gonna be hot, I think. Um,
0: and so um we got a we got a couple of questions. One was why does it look like Wolverine's in his weapon X costume or you know design on the cover? Um, and the answer is as I said before, this spans multiple decades, which also answers the other question we got, which is are there too many artists on this? My assumption is that the artists will actually be handling different eras of their battle. Mm um and that's why we need you know multiple now that many on one singular comic book it might not work but i'm i'm assuming that ben has a plan sure yeah that makes sense for this i don't i don't doubt that at all i hope the predator shows up
2: in the wolverine hulk fight and it's like third third teams it you know what i mean like three-way dance after, yeah, yeah let's
0: go triple threat <laughs> that's fun i i'm i'm in on this seems like mindless yeah. fun to me yeah yeah, same. No, nothing wrong with a, a book like. this. <laughs> what
2: if there's like there's a history where uh, you know Wolverine was in, in the war, but it turns out he was uh, on Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, uh, commando unit uh, during the, Whoa, the first yo, Predator that'd movie. Be
1: cool, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to imagine that, like Killy, uh, at some point, killing the Predator and having the offspring there and come and like avenge or something. Baby you Predator. Like- that's what I want. You could you could do a lot with this stuff.
0: AG Comics asks why does everyone hate Greg Land? Uh, because he traces the images of porn stars for his women characters and generally just traces. I don't hate Greg Land. I like Greg Land's work, but I also acknowledge and recognize there's no damn doubt that every time he draws Jean Grey, Emma Frost, Hope, Storm, uh, Mary Jane uh sue storm they all have the same exact face and they're all they all look like they're in their happiest moment their blissful moment if you catch my drift
2: it's a little odd i think greg line at this point is just tracing his own stuff like even his thing looks the same in every (laughs) single instance
3: i i think uh, i think that question was sarcasm based on the uh the nickname Greg Lightbox. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh,
0: what does that what does the light box? The re- light box reference. is what you used to trace. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, okay. Okay. I I I uh, I didn't catch the drift there. All right, fair enough. Um all right, cool. So we're in on this. It's a good it's a it's gonna be interesting. Uh that's gonna be out September 20th. So uh, you know, not too long to wait. We got a couple of other big announcements from Marvel this week. This one surprised me. JMS is back. J Michael Straczynski is returning to Marvel for an ongoing series for the first time since Thor. Yeah, um, he's wow. yeah he's done he's done one story things here and there. He has a story in the upcoming uh, Marvel Ages One Thousand or whatever that is. Um. You know, he's done some small things here and there, and that's kind of how he ended up back with Marvel. It was those incremental, oh, yeah, I'll do this, I'll do that. And then he eventually was offered this, and he said, you know what? Actually, I love Cap, so let's run it. Um, It's going to be JMS teaming up with Jesus Saez, uh, who is known, of course, for the Punisher run that just ended. Jesus um, Saez. Jesus Saez. And for Cap. (laughs) Um, Captain America, Steve Rogers, Doctor Strange. Uh, they're they're gonna team up for this. It's gonna be a new number one, which is you know Marvel's way. Um, it's gonna feature a pre-Super Soldier Serum Steve Rogers at seventeen years old, trying to survive on his own and find his place in the world as the American Bund, which is like that's like the Nazi uh, in a Nazis in America movement um, that sprung up around that same time frame. Um as they were growing in power in brooklyn that's all real the only thing that's not real about that is the steve rogers insert wow. but um juxtaposed with that will be a modern story that features a new supernatural villain this is also on sale september 20th
1: that's really interesting actually um, two things here oh, go ahead mark. go ahead mark sorry yeah like the uh that sounds like a very I, it, that just sounds like a, like, a, like a solid story to be able to want to tell that as well. Like a piece of history, you kind of insert Cap into that. That fits really well. Um, I wonder how explicit they'll be with imagery. Um, that probably my only question on that. But concept-wise, I think it has legs. I'd read it. I am unfortunately
2: not very interested in this. To be honest,
3: I think I agree with you.
2: I like a. I'm really enjoying the Steve Rogers Captain America stuff that's happening right. Now. So knowing that that's kind of ending is kind of a bummer. Um, but also like, as Sia is, is probably one of the more prominent cap artists in recent memory, and the fact that they're coming, uh, he's coming back. I mean, this is the same guy that did the uh, Hail Hydra cap.
3: Mm-hmm. So,
2: um. Fine. And like, I gotta say this cover is one of the more boring covers I've seen in recent memory. Yeah. Just in terms of composition, like even like the, the trade dressing for the, like the logo is just, here's a font, (laughs) you know, there's no real design here. Um, And also like JMS has been so gone, you know, gone from comics for so long that I'm unsure. Mm -hmm. He hasn't been gone from comics. Well, from what I've been reading, yeah, yeah,
3: okay. yeah, he's been doing a ton of stuff with uh, AWA. AWA.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. This just doesn't. Steve Rogers pre serum is not interesting to me whatsoever. I, I like I I, I see the uh, the whole Straczynski wants to to you know fit into here. And that you know uh, makes sense, and I could see how that could be you know a a, a fun, interesting take. But it doesn't. I don't know. It's it's not. It doesn't do anything for me.
2: Are we sure that this seventeen-year-old Steve isn't also facing a predator <laughs> in this book?
3: Oh no.
0: Well, yeah, a, 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 of a different kind. Gotcha. The, the, gotcha. Nazis, you know. Um. um I, first of all, my biggest concern is how many steps we're going to watch Steve take in this book. Because if he's going to go on a walkabout, (laughs) I'm out. I don't want to see that shit ever again. You don't take a superhero and just make them walk, okay? Um, Obviously a reference to the incredibly uh, boring Superman run that uh, that JMS wrote. But um, that aside, I think this is probably going to be very, very good. JMS clearly has something to say with the character. And the last two times that JMS was working on an ongoing book for Marvel, we got Amazing Spider-Man by him, which was fantastic, and Thor, which was absolutely incredible. So I have no reason to doubt that this is going to be on that level. Talent was never the problem. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Mm.
0: He only left because they made him do that horse shit uh the one more day you know and he was tired of that you know getting the run around with stuff like that but his books were good so um i'm excited for this and then he also announced that he was going to be working on some kind of a an event a six issue event for marvel we don't know about that oh um but that's also coming so jms back in superhero comics okay all right so Tyler's not here, so we can't change the slide, but we are going to change the topic because we're going to be talking about another return. The Superior Spider-Man will return. That's the tweet that Marvel put out last Saturday on June 3rd. Uh, It's a simple tweet. Uh, They said the following. This fall, Dan Slott will return to the smarter, stronger, and superior wall crawler in Superior Spider-Man. More info swinging in soon. So we don't know anything Only know that Superior is coming back It's interesting that Doc Ock Also happens to be on the cover Of the upcoming Amazing Spider-Man 27 A return to him Presumably in a villainous role in that book Which may well lead into Superior um, I, This doesn't mean anything to me I don't
3: care I, I like Superior a lot yeah. And this means nothing to me why not? Because I've seen it. I've read it. it it's ended. coming back.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it hasn't ended. It is no. continuing again. Wrong.
3: Wrong. Mm.
2: Uh, for ah. me, I, I think there's still more more ground to cover with, you know, Doc Ock, you know, being this, like, hero, but, like, a spiteful hero that wanted to be a hero just to show that he could be a better hero than Peter Parker. I like that energy. It's real hater energy, and I like that. Um, wasn't
3: there, there was an alternate universe book that followed. Uh, Superior, I think after that, it, you know, the it wasn't even Spider an alternate
2: universe. universe book. It was a main universe. He's in like he has like a clone body of Peter that he uses. Oh, um, I, didn't know I think it was like post the clone conspiracy or something like that. Oh yeah.
3: Okay.
2: Um. But I I like that bit of it. I think it's an interesting part of Doc Ock. Honestly, I, I hope this is just current body Doc Ock putting on a Spider Man suit and like, <laughs> well, then like, I could really there's like oh there's a hero I can I can see myself as you
3: know. During the uh uh, uh Top Lane brought up the uh uh, the Nick Spencer, uh, Captain America run during that, uh, superior, Spider Man. Became superior octopus or whatever. Yeah, yep. And he he was cool. Why did that leave? Why did they get rid of that? The only the only reason I can figure that Marvel and I say Marvel specifically, uh, they put that out or they want to put this out is because it's coming up on the ten year anniversary.
2: Is it really? God, I'm
3: old. Yeah. And Dan Slott tweeted that, and he specifically said Marvel approached him for that. He said, uh, "Edge of the Spider Verse," uh, he knew he wanted to do to tie in with across the Spider Verse. So he, so Slot obviously wanted that to tie in, and that's fine. But they approached him for this. Nah, 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 nah
0: i think i'm with you um obviously i have a bias but i if it's an organic idea from a creator you know then give anything a shot but the idea that it's just going to be something to tie into an anniversary now dan slot has to whip up an idea for a story i'm not i'm not compelled by that and then how does that work like in my mind as a person that didn't read Superior Spider-Man, you know, there was no Peter. Like, he wasn't, there was no other Spider-Man. So what was interesting about it was like, all right, well, he has to perform the function of Spider-Man, but he's not Peter. So how does that work now? And it's an interesting look, right, at, at what that is. Without that dynamic, is there really still anything there?
2: Yeah, like, like Peter didn't, wasn't around, so he had to fill the void of Peter, and how does he do that? Right. And I know, like once Peter came back, I think Doc Ock was like the sp- the superior Spider Man of like the West Coast for a bit. Um, and I think there was a little bit about how there's not enough skyscrapers over there for it to for it to swing properly. That's funny. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Sean. You you still haven't read it, right? Nope. Man, that's gonna be a good book
0: club pick when we when we do that. Aye, yeah, yeah. Please don't. <laughs> uh, no, I I do want to read it. It Top has one of
2: says, my favorite uh, pages in Spider-Man of all time.
0: Go ahead, Kyle.
3: Top Lane says, uh, "Wait for them to make this an anthology series in the middle of the original run."
0: Oh um, yeah,
2: I, yeah. Oh, they're doing oh, that with God. Ben Rather, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that would be annoying. Um, all right. Well, I guess we'll wait for more information as it comes out. We got a lot of information this week about the Birds of Prey, a Mm -hmm. new Birds of Prey number one coming. Uh, This is, of course, by Kelly Thompson, who is going to be teaming with Leonardo Leonardo Romero and Jordi Belair on this book. So Kelly Thompson, I guess, maybe jumping ship from Marvel, doing some DC work, which it feels like a lot of the the women that Marvel had, you know, within their stable of writers have made the jump. Um, So Kelly Thompson, you know, doing that. Um, The team for the Birds of Prey was revealed over the course of the week, and people are very precious, particularly I feel like about their DC B-list teams. Like people really, really were like invested in who was going to be on this team. And, you know, um, obviously you can never have all your favorites, but the one sticking point that it seemed like everybody was united around was that Harley Quinn not be on the team. People just don't want it. Harley Burnout. She's not a core member of the Birds of Prey. You know, you're missing certain characters if she's there. Don't want her, right? So on Friday, they waited until the last day for <laughs> probably a two pronged reason. They announced the final members. So here's the team Black Canary, Cassandra Kane, Batgirl, Big Barda, Hell yeah. Zealot, yeah. and Harley Quinn.
1: Surprise! Surprise! Who so could have seen that coming?
0: Kelly
2: did mention that, like, there, it's going to be a revolving door of a cast, and they're going to be there for arcs. So take that for what you will. You know,
1: um, like it, it's not; it won't be continuous. You're you're there. For sure, the I appreciate the moment.
2: I'm sure Black Canary is probably the 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 glue there. Um, yeah. yeah, but I mean, yeah, it means it's, it's a bit. It's a bit white, the team, you know, besides, besides Cassandra Kane. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with Harley being on Bird's Prey. I have no issue with that at all.
3: Uh, it bugs me because it's like, why does a team of women automatically have to have a Harley Quinn on it? To make
0: sales. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
0: Top lane says, looking at the team, Harley was for sure first forced by the higher ups. And I, I have a hard time disagreeing with that. Uh, I feel that Harley Quinn being on this team smacks of, Hey, we need Harley on this team to sell it. And, you know, that's unfortunate, but there are lots of people that love Harley. It'll sell for a reason, you know, and that's, that's because there are people that want that. So, you know, bully for them. Um, Thompson talked a lot about, as Tyler mentioned, how the team will change. The problem that I have with that is that it feels to me like, hey, let's sell everybody on the white characters. And then once people start buying the book, we'll switch it up and now we'll give you the diversity. It feels like a diversity bait and switch, which is weird to do in such a transparent way um because she was explicit about the fact when asked on twitter would there be more women of color in the file, in the you know subsequent lineups and she said yes so you're leading with the whites and then you're going to give us the the minorities later and what people are expected to stick around everybody who's buying the number 1 because they want the white people are going to jump ship as soon as you start adding some shades to it
1: a little gradient <laughs>
0: i mean harley's a different shade of white <laughs> Uh, You know, I don't know. I'm not like a Birds of Prey fan anyway, so this doesn't affect me. I'll read the book for Kelly Thompson. Um, Leo Romero. uh, Yeah, Yeah. I'll read the book for the creative team in general because I love Jordi Belair as well. Leo Romero is very talented. So um, it's a great creative team, but the machinations of the formation of the team of characters rubs me the wrong way, but I will never, ever, ever say no to a book that has big Barda in it. That is my girl. Big girl, but that's my girl.
3: Garnet trumps all races. Wait a second.
0: <laughs> I well, well, uh, I
2: I really like this team lineup. I mean, everyone here has been a bird of prey besides Zealot, and Zealot is a left field choice. Um
3: I, I don't know who this person is. Sam.
2: Wildcats. This is a Wildstorm character. Uh uh-huh. I think currently being written by uh Rosen uh, Rosenberg rosenberg saw, yeah, is, is that what he's he's doing wildcats right now um a oh. fun character um so yeah i mean like on, on its face i really like this team and and um kelly and kelly and, and uh leo romero did um one of my favorite books of all time which is their cape bishop hawkeye stuff so seeing them seeing that team reunite for a book like this like hell yeah you know, and that Kate Bishop Hawkeye turned out it was sort of a team-ish book. You know, there was a lot of sporting cast there, so I know these guys have the chops to put out some real quality content. So, yeah, as of now, like in terms of books that are coming out, this is probably up there on the things I'm most excited for.
0: Hmm. MP says Thompson stated these were her five picks, and Ben Abernathy accepted her pitch. Well. Thompson did say that she has a very specific idea for, you know, the the uh the first issue and the first mission that necessitates this team and we'll see why. Um Okay. Okay. If if she says so, if you if you're if you're telling me that you organically chose Harley Quinn for no other reason than the story, then I accept it. The the other thing too is like this smells
2: marvelly to me. This smells like a Marvel you know five years ago. Even the the variant covers like I have them up here. There's a Chris Boccolo variant. There's a Nick Bradshaw variant, and there's a Frank Cho variant. Like these are all people you would have considered Marvel people you know six seven years ago. Um, during it like some of my favorite Marvel too. So it's like uh, all right, this is this is weird, but I'm digging
1: it. I think I don't necessarily care for the lineup. I'm here to I'm here for the, the creative group. Like the team, yeah. whatever they put in front of me, I'ma eat it up.
2: Marco, you have Marvel Unlimited, right? No, sir. No, okay. Never mind then.
1: I mean if you wanna I was gonna say check him. out that Hawkeye run. I think you'd actually like it. Yeah. I, I love his art. So I yeah, I, I yeah. did not know that, that he was on a book there, so it's now it's gonna be on my list. I got I wanna you, wanna swap you want to swap logins, you know? I got you, Marco. Sure. Oh, am on your that? DC, y'all. Right, all right, all
0: right. I was going to say swap what, Marco? What are you trying to swap, dude? You so, got to stop swapping.
1: What? Hey, damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: thought we talked about that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, can we talk more real quick about Big Barta? So how tall is Big Barta to you? Please. <laughs> I need to know.
3: But base, Seven, in seven six, inches or seven, seven
0: feet i wonder if there's a canonical answer to this
3: probably maybe i said six foot seven by the way oh six foot oh, th- okay I okay
1: seven
0: um yeah six five six seven ish is where where i where i like it that's or where she i where i imagine yeah, right. <laughs> is... what i imagine
2: <laughs> there is a canonical answer she's seven foot
0: she's seven foot tall yeah. that's that's, that's right. All, that, that's all that's right. That's great. What's that's that meme great. of
2: uh <laughs> of the woman pinning up the other woman on the on the wall? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What is that
0: meme? <laughs> it's not like I don't know the names of both those people in that that meme at all. But you know, it's exactly. fine. Next slide. Who was the who was the character? I can't believe I can't remember her name right now. But the character from the X of Swords, Ten of Swords, the woman that uh so changed change her height. Who? Her height. Who? Height. height. What was her name? She had the um. She was the powerful one, the one that uh did used
2: oh, magic. Oh
1: yes. Uh, oh my god. She ran oh, the game.
2: Oh 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 um. Saturday. tournament. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah yeah.
3: The Emma Frost clone. Yeah. Let's yeah, see
2: yeah. that crossover. All right.
3: Yeah. Tall little, women let's unite. Let's Yo, go. It's, it's
2: too early for this horniness. Get this. Go to the next one. All right. Oh, um. Motherfucker,
1: it's five o'clock.
2: <laughs> true. <laughs> for some of us, it's horny time somewhere.
0: All right, fine. So if we're going to go anti-horny, then we got to talk about The Flash. Oh, Gail.
2: <laughs> and the next slide is that.
0: <laughs> the Flash film releases next week, June 16th. Also happens to be my birthday. Hey. Now,
3: happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Thanks, DC. Now, we've talked a lot about our feelings about Ezra and all their crimes and everything like that. We've discussed how we feel about the fact that we're gonna see a movie that features them in it. Um, they've done right two yeah two of them Jesus um, they've done essentially no press for this film, which is like the probably the worst part of filmmaking uh, for a for an actor is having to go out and you know do the press tour. so they got to avoid the press tour, make all the money, And now it appears that if there is a sequel, it will feature Ezra Miller. That is according to director Andy Muschietti, who spoke about The Flash on the Discourse podcast. When asked whether Ezra would play The Flash in a sequel, he said, if a sequel happens, yes. I don't think there's anyone that can play that character as well as they did. The other depictions of the character are great. but this particular vision of the character, they just excelled in doing it. And as you said, the two berries, it feels like a
1: character that was made for them. Cool. So they excelled at being, pretending to be a hero, and in reality, being a villain. Essentially. Um,
0: now, this whole rollout feels very deliberate to me, and I see the gears turning, and maybe I'm just a conspiracy theorist, but every now and then I'm onto something. And so this is what I'm saying. First, we heard from Tom Cruise, <laughs> paid spokesperson. Easy. Right? Savior like at this of cinema, point, by the way. Savior of cinema. <laughs> it was weird. It was weird. Maybe it was organic, but follow me. Let's say it wasn't. Let's say he was a paid spokesperson. Then you had what felt like a flood. Of random celebrities and people saying, yeah, The Flash is amazing. Not even just it's good. It's amazing. James Gunn, who has no bias, said it's one of the greatest superhero movies he's ever seen. Hmm. Okay. Then it starts to be more reviews come out because now more people have seen it. And they're saying, wait, this movie's not that good. This movie's not particularly good at all. Yeah. In fact, currently, out of 117 reviews, it's got a 71%, which is not horrible, but it's certainly not great. It's, it's not one of the best superhero movies of all time good, right? So what's this? Ha- what's happening here? Then we found out, according to The Hollywood Reporter, that Warner Brothers already has a script ready for Flash 2 written by David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick, who is in a competition for the longest name of anybody (laughs) ever. Seriously. Facts.
2: It was like me reading a listener comment. (laughs) (laughs) From from Dan. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: And the script is ready if this movie does well. And now that the movie is projected to make 71 or 70 to $75 million in its opening weekend, which I should note is better than black Adam, which pulled in 67 million and way better than Shazam two, which was like, I I don't even have the number in front of me, but it was very low, but it's way short of the Batman, which was 134 million. I think they want this to do a billion. And so now that all of this is out on Front Street the director of the movie says the one thing nobody wants to hear which is that Ezra will be back but the only reason that matters that we don't want to hear it is if the movie tanks if the movie does great who cares it's all about the result yeah so if the result is that the movie is excellent no one will care and it will make its money and then they get to have Ezra as the flash which is all they care about. They don't care what Ezra did. They never did. Look at the strategy from then to now. It's all been rehabilitation. That's all it is.
3: If they gave a shit, they wouldn't have left Ezra as the Flash.
2: it's Always money. It's always money.
3: Even Even if I accept
0: at face value, hey, we have a full movie we made. We just can't dump out of it. You can dump out of Batgirl. Can't dump out of this. Okay, fine. Why is the director coming out ahead of the movie's release and saying if there's a sequel, Ezra will play the Flash? Right. Well,
2: Machete has also been rumored as the frontrunner as the director for Batman and Robin recently as well. Mm Brave the Bull. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. Um. So, like, like it seems like he might be around the DC sphere for a while. So, this announce or, or quote unquote announcement by him, and who knows if this was ever you know meant to actually be said out loud on the podcast um but it seems like like he might have some sway you know this guy might not just be a one off director for a movie they won't ever reference again
1: you know but but I think to the to him mentioning that it's a you're putting feelers out there. Like, exactly. Like, like, like what, yeah. oh oh, let me let me say this thing, and how are people gonna react? What's the news gonna be around it? Because I think you're right that they, I don't think they want the movie to, to make a billion. I think they need it to make a billion because yo, they gotta cover off some kind of legal fee because that's a yeah. lot of money they, they put that's in funny. they invested. Ooh. Um, they need some return on that. But plus all the losses
3: they've suffered recently.
1: Yeah yeah, so like I think they have a lot riding on this movie, um, and this announcement or this um whatever is to just like test the waters what's the vibe are people excited getting into coming into the flash movie if so they're gonna go see it if there's potential for a sequel and maybe Ezra Miller's gonna play who knows Uh, but I think it's like I think it's to try to build some sort of fervor
2: I believe, like, there's also, like, that 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 secret ending we don't know about in The Flash that they haven't screened yet, right? There's that one they said they were only going to screen at the premiere. And then once it comes out.
1: hmm
2: Which means that sounds like imp- it, it's important for the future. So what's, what that scene entails, too, I think that might have something to do with this.
0: You know what? I... Uh, To me, that shouldn't matter. You know, like, I don't, I don't under, like, top lane said, what does Ezra have on Warner Epstein levels of blackmailing? Like, why? Why do we have to stick with this person? I don't, I don't understand why they're so important. That actor, the character, yes, you have to have the flash, of course. Yeah. But why, why that actor? Why are they going so hard for this particular person?
3: And and why aren't they just saying, look, we made this film, you know, like uh, like Sean said earlier, we made this film and we spent so much fucking money on it, we gotta release it because that's like an understandable excuse. Yeah, it's not, it's not a good one. Yeah, but it's like, eh, all right, <laughs> fine. Business is going
2: to business at that
0: point. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I don't believe that Marvel would have like if 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 the if the uh, Jonathan Majors fiasco happened before quantum mania uh released like months before or whatever i don't think that they would have um shelved the movie no i no. think they would have put the movie out i think most movie studios at that point in 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 production and and all that would put the movie out but you better believe that currently marvel is having conversations about what the fuck to do about yeah. jonathan majors 100 percent. why does it feel like warner and and we're not in the back rooms. Why does it feel like their only agenda has ever been to rehabilitate this person's public perception? It, it doesn't feel like they've thought about anything else.
2: Is Ezra like the ultimate nepo baby? Where like, 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 <laughs> like their parents have written in? And they're David like,
0: Zaslav's. Um.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I I do know for a fact that Ezra comes from a, a, a family of money. So yeah, uh, I yeah. was
3: gonna say, where, yeah. where are they from? Do you know?
2: Uh, I, I believe they're from like the Rockland area of New York, like around there.
0: Okay. To be that big of a douche, you have to come from me. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> to learn that Ezra Miller is, is, is David Zaslav's illegitimate child. Just like, the, the, you the know, John Snow to Zaslav. Yeah. Yeah. The John <laughs> Snow, the Hornswoggle to Vince McMahon. Like this is, this is David Zaslav's illegitimate child. And David's going to do everything he can to make sure that Ezra is good. Because this is just uncanny. I've never seen anything like this in my Ezra life.
2: Ezra has some uh, some uh, bombshell information regarding the ninety day fiance universe that cannot be exposed. <laughs> um, MP makes a good point though. He says I I still don't feel like I still don't feel uh which one was... It? okay I think there's also a feeling that if audiences think there's no chance of a sequel, they'll be less inclined to see the movie. It's a if, if it's a one and done. I I agree. I think audiences are kind of uh uh. uh taught at this point that these movies matter because there will be more these characters will return if you're saying that this is a one and done I I think it would be people will be less inclined to go if they know that and that was the the press going around it so you kind of
0: have to be cagey about that I don't agree with that because first of all we have seen actors change in superhero stories there are three active batmen right now two of them will be in this very movie that's true yeah (laughs) so i don't think that audiences are in that place i don't think audiences didn't go see shazam because of the universe rebooting i don't think they didn't go see black adam i think it's because those movies aren't very good and if they wanted People to feel like this is connected to the future, say it. It's telling us Ezra will be back doesn't that what the hell does that mean? If there's a sequel, Ezra will be in it. What if? Hear me out, big brain here. What
2: if Ezra is going to return? But Ezra as the Flash won't. Ezra. What if, okay, hold on, big brain here, big brain. Um What if the other Flash in the movie turns out to be a reverse Flash and Ezra is a villain that continues throughout the multiverses and follows them
0: around? He'll turn. So I think that you're right. I think reverse Flash is in this movie and I think it is Ezra. I think he's playing, or I'm sorry, they, I think they're playing, you know, Barry and Barry, but one is Flash and one is reverse Flash and that'll be, like we'll see the turn over time. Because sure. there's yeah. no way Zod is the main villain of this movie, right? Huh. Like that's random. So I agree with you there. I just can't imagine uh, it's all up in the air. They want Ezra. In my opinion, based on the way this whole thing's yeah. gone, they want Ezra for some reason.
2: Money. That's all. That's that's how any of this can be described. It's just for money.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, you're, you've you put this much money into it already. you got to get
3: a return. The only, uh, as far as the Nepo baby conversation, the only thing I've come up with here is uh, that his father was a uh, there, there, there. Sorry, their father was the um, uh, senior vice president at Hyperion Books, and is a publisher at Workman Publishing. Now, I'm gonna put a heavy, heavy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, 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 take that with a grain of salt because both of these websites I looked at mention very specifically that he's Jewish, so I don't,
0: yeah, who's Jewish? Uh, Robert
3: Miller, as Ezra's father.
0: Okay, I, oh, I see what you're implying, yeah, yeah. Um, this is the weirdest thing happening right now as it relates to superhero films, yeah. I, 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 I don't know where this is gonna go. Um, I am excited for the movie as we shift into that part of the conversation. I am excited for the movie. I do want to see it. I am curious to see what they're going to do. I, I, I've I've become a fan of The Flash over the last 10 years. There have been some really great Flash comics that have come out, and I've been hungry for a Flash film. And this was a movie that we were promised long before Ezra's tour of Villainy. And so um, I still want it. What do I want after that is really the problem. And that can only be, you know, that's that's a problem for another day. But right now, if we're just talking about the movie, I can't wait to see it. Yeah.
2: Honestly, I think after this, you just draw Barry as a character. You bring If you want to flash, it's Wally. Simple and clean. Yeah. Great, great song, by the way.
3: Yeah. yeah. I'm not paying to see this movie. They're not getting a dollar out of me. Or a pound, or whatever the fuck. Whatever Gail's gonna be, be watching
2: that uh, the shaky cam footage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's Gail's gonna be watching those those like those. those uh, here's the entire movie in 30 seconds on TikTok. Yeah.
0: that's funny. Uh Marco, you excited?
1: I'm like, uh, I'm gonna go watch it. Uh, I mean, shitty that this is they. You're gonna be supporting this person, but I mean, yeah, I'm gonna go see it.
2: Uh, the, The for me, I'm not totally excited to see. Like, like scheduling the time to go see this has been a chore for me, (laughs) um, just because it comes out in the most inopportune time for me. Um, Me too. So I'm I'm going at like a two thirty next Friday, like in the middle of the day, um, just to get it out of the way. Hey, that's
3: my preferred time to see movies.
2: I'm excited to
0: see Michael Shannon back as Zod, though. I do like him as Zod. I will say that. Absolutely. I mean everything around yeah, you yeah. know the Ezra thing is like cool like hey Michael Keaton's back as Batman cool um Ben Affleck back as Batman cool but that uh, <laughs> Supergirl being in the movie cool Zod cool all that's cool two two flashes sure two Ezra's
3: head for the hills That's the thing it's it's fucking big bang theory up in here like uh but
0: Uh, marowak oscuro says this movie only this movie's only point is to reboot the universe as we're included they're a walking problem let's please use the correct pronouns we don't want to we're not uh trying to um uh intentionally misgender people not that you intentionally did that um although i uh, agree though yeah i agree completely with your sentiment and I i hope you're right
2: Marowak Oscuro sounds like a Pokemon Luchador, and I dig it. That's
0: a cool ass name. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> With a name like that, you're welcome here as long as, you know, we're not intentionally misgendering. Um, Flat- Perry Perry Flash became my favorite DC hero since Justice League and Justice League United show. I really just want anyone else to pick up the role.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: There yeah. are good candidates.
2: We need more There's ginger, f- re- about male ginger representation in movies. So.
0: Bring Wally in. Why not? Why not? Um, We'll see. We will be here next week with a review of The Flash. We will have a review for you guys. That'll be out next Sunday. So you'll hear our thoughts on this film, good, bad, or otherwise. Um, Next Saturday... We will be doing a, a a joint birthday celebration for Tyler and I. My birthday's on the sixteenth. Tyler's is some other day.
3: <laughs> Yo, that's fucked.
2: Damn, fucking chop liver over here. The nineteenth, right? No, with the eight. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Nice. Hey, six one nine. Buika. Yeah, that's, how, that's all you got to do to remember it,
0: dude. And I'm six one six. How cool is that? Oh, cool. We both got weird, nerdy birthdays. Hell yeah. Me and um, me and Tupac. Me, Tupac, and Marvel. So, yeah. Tune in next week for that. We're going to be having a lot of fun. What are we going to do to celebrate our birthdays? I don't know. Probably roast the shit out of each other.
1: <laughs> I got to look in.
0: I got I to gotta do some more digging on that.
1: As is typical.
0: <laughs> right. What else do we do? Um... So that should be a lot of fun. Hopefully you guys will join us for that. Let us know if you are excited about going to see The Flash. Or are you going to be boycotting due to Ezra? And I love, if you can't see it, uh, the picture that Tyler has of Ezra is unbelievably funny to me. I
2: think this is when they were, like, hiding out in, like, the Northeast after, like, kidnapping (laughs) somebody.
3: The cult. Accusations are really yeah, popping yeah. off. Yeah, they were putting bullets in babies' mouths or something.
0: Yeah, it's the mustache that's really, um, <laughs> that's really doing. My it thing is me. like Ezra's doing
2: all this weird stuff, and I feel like while they're doing this, Jared Leto is behind the scenes doing something devious. Like,
3: <laughs> nah, you know what he's doing? Literally, he just uh, he just got busted for climbing ten feet up a German hotel. L- what Leto really Not doing anything? <laughs> Jesus, all right, who did that? Jared Leto. Oh, oh, okay. What a nut! He's, he's just crawling up the wall. Yeah, just want to is. see if he could do it. I guess I gotta. That's uh, a that's some method that
2: acting one. for Morbius too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, no,
0: it said actually. Um, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but it was announced that there's going to be more miles, more miles in live action, and I think Jared Leto is getting ready for the role.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah. So he heard,
0: he heard
2: more and then just stopped listening. It's like, oh yeah. More when I
0: when I think about Jared Leto, I think about a man who has the swagger of a black team, <laughs> and so there's no one more ready for that role than Jared Leto. Can't right. wait.
1: And and soon, even more so, once he gets into character.
0: Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Absolutely. Lost. I can't wait till he till he delivers a horse's head to the beds of all the actors who will join him in that movie uh cw gordon says watching on super delay and just reached the x-men draft did none of you mention emma frost the supposed quote s-tier marvel character first of all i love the reference to our to our uh royal rumble that we did um superhero royal rumble that we did at the start of the year in which x-men was an s-tier marvel character um you know what she didn't slip my mind but i happen to believe that all the characters that i picked um, are more powerful, which is what I was going
3: for. Mm-hmm. I didn't, and I I wanted a cool team, not a romantic entanglement team. Fair,
0: okay. which is what it would have devolved into inevitably. Mm-hmm. All right, join us next week on Saturday for the birthday show, th- uh, ten fifteen a.m. Eastern next Saturday. Tyler, why are you looking at me like I that? thought
2: you said? I thought you were about to say Thursday for the Pals polls. So, I was oh gonna,
0: yeah, okay uh wednesday at 6 p.m for pals polls uh that's a special day normally it is thursdays but it is wednesday this particular week so come ready to talk about the comics uh it should be a lot of fun as always patreon.com is the best way or patreon.com slash the comics pals is the best way to support the show if you enjoy what we do here and you want more of this um there is more available on patreon.com slash the comics pals and it shows us that you support what we do. You enjoy what we do. Um, fun fact. Due to all of the amazing things that have been happening lately. Um, some of us are going to New York Comic
1: Con with press badges, which is
3: Jamie can't go Marco day.
1: Oh, baby. I got that. Way to rub it in Sean. What am I? What am I like a loser or something? It doesn't fucking get press passes or some shit.
0: Oh, (laughs) so at least two of us will be sporting press badges at new york comic-con and i believe that that is directly tethered to the incredible support views comments everything listens from all of you so a huge huge thank you um it's maybe doesn't seem like much when you're not doing the kind of thing that we do but the difference between having press and anything else at an event as big as new york comic-con is staggering marco you'll remember when we had um uh at least one press badge and we were going into that like press lounge area which was super cool um you get access to interviews you wouldn't normally so it's 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 awesome that we got that and i attribute that directly to um you know, you guys. So thank you for all your help um, and your support. So Patreon.com if you want to support us, and we've, we're giving away a lot on there as well. So um join our Discord server. Tyler, it's okay. It's okay.
1: Ask. I, I, think, I, I take it back. I take it back, Tyler. I apologize.
0: Just ask them to take a second look, dude. They can't overlook you twice. <laughs> Wait, is it is it the 19th already? Are we doing the roast of Tyler now? <laughs> Join our Discord server. There's a lot of awesome stuff going on there. Uh, almost 24-7. It's really incredible. Um, we appreciate everybody that interacts there and everybody who watches us live. So... Yeah, just run oh. me for,
2: for my next press application to uh, mention all the shows Marco missed. Oh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs>
1: I like to think that Tyler was sitting there, like really thinking hard about what to say. Okay.
0: And that's what he came up with.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna kick. I'm not gonna kick you while you're down, Tyler. I, I get it.
0: We've got a Flashpoint book club that you guys should check out. I was I thought was a great conversation, so give that a listen and everything else at the Comics Pals. Let's do some plugs. Kel, you're up.
3: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Comics Piles. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Into. That's T-O-T-O-I-N-T-O-W. You can find my work at killward.com. That's C-A-L-E-W-A-R-D.com. Uh, go pick up Flash 800 this week. Uh, it was really, really good. It had um, uh, Mark Wade and Jeff Johns uh, re- sort of rehashing their their old work, and it was tremendous. Uh, revisiting their old work, I guess is a better way to put it. Uh, Sysperger is also there. Um, you, you know, you gotta do what you, you... gotta take the the good with the bad, I guess, but um, it was really good. It was definitely worth it. I don't know. That's all I got.
1: Marco. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Uh Come talk to me about... I've continued to do Swamp Thing just archaeology stuff because i'm continuing to go through back issues and um putting together a few other lists of underrated arcs for my newsletter uh next one is nancy collins for anybody who's familiar with the name good stuff good horror so stay tuned for that one in about two weeks and then otherwise i'm i finished my my dress of darling well the first season super 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 cute uh, having a lot of fun with that. Marco and versus Predator to... coming
3: up next. <laughs>
1: Stop! <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying to get back onto the One Piece train, but it's been much more difficult once you've taken a break. Yeah. Um, so we'll see.
0: Marco, um, what is the age you thought this little darling was? Uh, I think she's like
1: 18 or something in this show. You oh, said, I Uh-oh. think, yo, yo, I think
0: they always say Bruh. some shit like that. Like, oh, she told me she was
1: 18 or
3: she's she, she's more mature than she looks.
2: Bruh. I'm going to come. Oh, wrong
0: one. <laughs> <Whoa!
3: No! laughs> Talk
0: about Good show. Wow. Uh, Tyler, you're up. Um
2: you can follow me at the Tower on Instagram and Twitter. Um I am uh one thing that I've been laughing about lately is uh Shamik Moore and Haley Steinfeld are doing press Yo. for for uh the new Spider-Verse movie and uh Shamik Moore, uh Dude's got like negative riz. It's real. It's 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 tough. (laughs) Yo, he's down bad. He wants Haley so bad. It's crazy. And like, I get it, dude. I get it. But also, like, bro is just making, he's just got L's everywhere. It's like, man. She did, she, uh, he says something about like, oh, you know, as long as Haley's in it. And then she does that laugh of somebody who is like not interested. And I was like, yo, no, Shamik, what are you
0: doing? Well, she has a man anyway. Josh from yeah, what yeah. I know, yeah, from Buffalo, but, so screw him. But he's the only live-action Spider-Man that didn't hook up with the the you know their main say, like love interest.
2: Doctor Umar would approve though. So would 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 approve no, of him taking else. No, 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 no. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think I have a sound cut for that one. Actually, no, I won't do that one. <laughs> As for me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram only, at Sean Soapbox. Uh, I'm going to be watching some UFC tonight. I'm excited for that. And, uh, you know, hopefully turning my brain off. That's that's what I want to do. I want to turn off my brain and watch some dudes and chicks duke it
3: out. So what's wrong You're with about, that? really had to concentrate to put that chicks in there. You know, say <laughs> see chicks, say see chicks, say chicks. Dudes and chicks. What Nudes did you think chicks. I was going to say? <laughs> Dudes
0: and dudorinos. <laughs> no, the main event tonight is is two women fighting. So I'm, I'm hyped. Anyway, with that, We're the Comic Spouse signing off.
3: Take care, guys. See you next week.